0: I worked at a cheese factory once, and I handled Swiss, and I can't eat Swiss anymore. Mm.
1: What's wrong with Swiss?
0: I just I just can't stand it. Okay, <laughs> it's the smell. It's the smell. It's just
1: it
2: is that. Yeah, you saw how the sausage was made.
1: I thought it was something like, oh, all Swiss cheese restaurants just rub like pig butts <laughs> on the like dirty live pig Could butts on the
3: cheese. They do though. That's true. That's you why you didn't it's know that.
1: <laughs> it's just like a pig in like. A harness in a harness where, like a yeah, each piece Donald of cheese, cheese
3: they just wipe its butt with it, like That's you know, how they get the holes in there. Yeah, it farts a little bit, puts <laughs> the holes in there. Those, oh, those holes are where the projectile poops came out. <laughs> is this a podcast? Yeah, it is. Never mind. Yeah, it's making it into the podcast now. <laughs> until we tell you to get the fuck out and then yes. do that's that's how this works promptly yes very promptly like don't don't dilly dally on that shit don't make me have mm-hmm. to block you to get you out of my Skype call
0: mm-hmm. uh, I will get out of your Skype call when you tell me to get the fuck out
3: alright whoa whoa Tom throwing out the F-bombs now holy crap I ain't used to that <laughs> pure Christian boy over here <laughs> whoa can't say that in a JRPG no no <laughs> Absolutely not! Never played an RPG that had language like
0: that. I mean, I can put the word bastard in there, but I can't put the word fuck. What are you? No,
3: he said it again. (laughs) I remember a time Uh, when when John was the pure boy that wouldn't swear.
4: God, that's so weird.
3: Yeah, you were, you were. Tom's older than me, though, right?
4: Yeah,
1: pretty
0: sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm older than you, John. I know yeah, that. Is there are... anybody
2: not
3: older than John? Quite a few people now. Yeah, like I think that. You go? That's a typical thing, right? Is like if you meet somebody and you're older than them, it turns out you John, actually stay older than them. You're still 17, though, Polly. So that's a good. Point. I mean, we work differently. We do. Well, I operate on different. And John different is still 12. Levels. Yes. Yeah, that checks out.
4: Welcome, everyone,
3: to SoxCast episode 103, brought to you as always by Moon Pies. Moon Pies, spread your lips. How's it going, everybody? Welcome. Hi. (laughs) Out there in internet land. Ready for a good one today. It's going to be hype. It's going to be good. It's going to be high energy, despite the fact that I have no energy. (laughs) But we no, come yeah. out here every You're couple worried. of we'll weeks. Bring, you the, bring the energy to you. There you, go. there you go. You give me the energy. Let it flow into me for a, <laughs> just a little bit. It, <laughs> at least, you know, get me up above the E. Get me up above the E. And All I'm that sure energy can... flowing into Polly. All of it. All of <laughs> yeah, Rhett's, it made a sound. Rhett's <laughs> big dick energy flowing into me. It's almost like 19 years worth of glop flowed into <laughs> oh, me. God damn it. <laughs> to my immediate virtual right, he has once been on record and quoted as saying, <clears throat> For some reason, cat girls are such a thing you can be like, mmm, big titty kitty, but as soon as you're like, doggo knockers, you feel like a weirdo. It's right. I'm
2: saying cat girls are better than dog girls. Sorry.
3: <laughs> I'm okay with both. But, I, <laughs> but, but as soon as I saw as soon as you said that it was like well i know what i'm i'm gonna say it on the podcast because it's funny you,
2: you you planned one of these for once i planned one of, of these swinging. for once yeah like
3: doggo knockers that's such uh, a good That's I such just a good pair of words good... doggo knockers like it's I'm real naming, bad i'm naming... yeah but, but
2: people say kitty titties ironically that's what i'm saying
3: <laughs> i know so like doggo knockers is great there's like, just no way to do that i would name a band doggo knockers no one would get it. No one would, but it'd be great. It rolls off the tongue real well. Them doggo knockers do.
4: <laughs> I
3: feel like if we wanted to be more inclusive of our guests, we could just bring up elf girl titties. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's more into legs, though. Mm. Spread elf legs. Spread elf legs <laughs> a day after tomorrow, everybody. To my immediate virtual left, nice story, tell it to Reader's Digest. It's John Thire. Hi. How's it going?
1: I'm doing very well. I'm having a relaxed weekend. Really I had a very dense week, so I've been mm. just doing all the all my favorite things for myself. I'm having a good time. <laughs> we
3: know what that means. Uh, yeah, I don't Know what that is? It means hot bubble baths with tea, mm-hmm. and his gigantic pool. <laughs> no, no, rich Person- white Republican oh, over here. Represent
1: <laughs> candlelit bubble baths. It's very nice. <laughs>
2: Very hot, with his cell phone in hand. Mm-mm. Don't do that anymore. Bubble baths
1: are just are just chill out time. They, they are.
3: Just, I, di- oh, I disconnect. Oh wow. Yeah. It's a good place to disconnect.
1: I know. I'm t- I took a walk by. I took a walk in the park by the lake the other day,
3: mm-hmm. and it's cold now. It's forty-five degrees. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was uh, actually kind of cold when I woke up yeah. this morning. I was like, "Oh no, it's back that time of year that I hate." Fantastic. Yeah. I, I didn't die. understand how awful
1: it was until I moved here, and now I hate it so much. Yeah, it makes it, my life worse. It's going to oh, get right, way worse course.
3: for you, way quicker than it is for me, but yeah. it's still going to be bad. It's going to suck. Yeah. There's a big old cold front coming in, too, that's going to be ridiculous, so...
1: Remember when y'all would post
3: temperatures and I'd be like, here's my Florida temperature. <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's Poncho's job now. I'm freezing. That's, that's oh. Poncho's job now. And, he's, and Poncho always has to mention his butt sweat when he does it. <laughs> he's like, oh man, all, everybody's talking about these temperatures. And by the way, my butt is sweating, everybody. I got a big ol' wet crack right down here in Florida. Wet, crack, mean, that's, wet that's cracks it. in Florida is the name of Poncho's band, by the way. So, there's that. <laughs> There's that. We have we have a guest that's going to be on until we tell him to get the fuck off. Who's that? Oh, it's uh. I don't have an introduction for him because he's not important enough for one. I, Ouch.
4: Just,
3: I just don't feel like it. Oh, <laughs> well, that's okay. It's Jetstorm Four. Tucker Tom. Hey, hey you. Hey. Been Hi. a while. Been a while since you've been on one of these. It's.
0: It's been a while. I, I sent a recording in for the uh, 100, but you know that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the last time you've heard from me. The, la- and- the the
3: time you were on before that was our longest episode ever. Uh, before we did the Undertale mm. podcast, and that was the, uh, the 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 Majora's Mask episode, which mm. was real right. early in the that, podcast. That run. was a
0: long, long episode. That oh, was a I long time that. ago. Now
3: that was 2014. <sighs> that was five years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's that, been a while. That was longer than it takes to beat that game. <laughs> it's about as long as it took you to beat Xenoblade Chronicles 1. <laughs> oh, God. Saskia <laughs> so yeah. and Tom, are you ready to be here for a portion of a podcast?
0: I am ready to be here for a portion of a podcast i was trying to come up with something else but I, I can't my brain's not working right now i hear you
3: i hear you who needs brains right who needs to be able to think nobody needs to be witty it's just a podcast everybody you, you do these you record them you turn on a microphone you say some words you you shit it the, out people download The magic in. happens exactly the sponsorships come exactly just like those moon pies like moon pies exactly <laughs> moon pies they come they come <laughs> <laughs> moon pies spread your crack
0: I had to stop laughing when you said spread your lips, okay? I had to stop. I had to stop That was a good
3: one. I mean, what? You have oh to, God, op- you have to open your mouth to eat a moon pie? Come on, what else could I possibly have meant by that? There's nothing else that has lips that you can spread that would lead to a moist opening. Other you than really shouldn't put just to just
1: as a clarification, for everyone. You really shouldn't put a moon pie in a vagina. <laughs> no, cause that don't will do that. Absolutely
2: cost I
0: Eastern don't infection. recommend it. <laughs> that that's, would
2: be a yeast infection. So, what is that like?
4: <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that
2: was a quick one. Eight minutes.
4: Oh, all right. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming out, everybody. Great. <laughs>
3: Oh but no, we got Tom here because Tom's gonna Tom's gonna be here to talk about this. I, I think we broke Polly. <laughs> no, somebody's Colin started. really
0: timed that sub
1: nicely.
3: Somebody <laughs> timed a sub really well.
1: Yep.
0: Alright, we good? No, no, we we're good. We we're good. <laughs> Couple. all right. Let's, let's give it a
4: second.
1: <sighs> Deep breaths. I'm sorry.
4: All right.
3: There's this the ASMR podcast sound. now. That's a lot. So the reason our, the reason our pal Tom is here with us is he's gonna he's gonna talk about a few things. We got um and we're gonna start with me because i'm the most important part of this mm-hmm. podcast it wouldn't exist without me so i think i deserve to i think i deserve to be the face in the front of the podcast for one <laughs> sort of the center the, the center of the podcast the community it, it, it's all in orbit uh-huh. it's perfect exactly exactly if I, if I wasn't here none of you would be that's true. That's right. You don't That's flex true. about you don't flex about that very often. No, you I don't. Two more. <laughs> yeah, like I could flex about that a hell of a lot more, but uh, I'm modest. What can I say? I'm pretty awesome. That's really your only fault is just how. Yeah, it's just how fucking <laughs> modest
1: I am. Humbled, yeah, I feel like <laughs> I, it's something I share. Really, it's
3: one of the connections between absolutely, us. Absolutely, absolutely. Um. So I finished a very wonderful video game. Uh A few weeks ago, and I know that I, I like i've not shut up about it since I finished it, which probably says a lot about the impression that it made uh We finished mm. i the somnium files on stream uh a few weeks ago uh a few of us took that journey together, I know, and a lot of people were here for that and it was amazing um i the somnium files is of course Kataru uchikoshi's newest work it is video game where you were a detective solving mysteries and then Who's Ochikoshi? Who's who's Uchikoshi? Well he he uh is the lead writer for a lot of really great visual novel content uh including the Ever Seventeen uh slash infinity series, Zero Escape. You might know those games. We've talked about them quite a few times on this podcast for sure. And this
1: have any of us us done Ever Seen Ever Ever Seventeen yet? I don't think so.
3: No. Okay. I, I think have not. I know Lyranet has played it. Okay. Because when I was playing uh I, the Somnium files on stream, he was like, "Hey, this reminds me a lot of Ever 17." And I was like, "Well, I got some news for you." <laughs> <laughs> Same writer. Uh but yeah, like it's a detective visual novel fun thing where you dive dive into the dreams of people and it's a it, it's a great way to kind of explore that space of uh, you know interrogating people and, and getting to the bottom of of a, of a very intense murder mystery that has lots and lots and lots of layers um so i talked about it the last time in depth um and let's get some of uh, our good pal toms like let's let him lead the discussion on this one this time because i, I led it last time and i think we covered a good bit but i kind of want another perspective given that game is all about seeing things from perspectives uh, what, what what are your thoughts on I, The Somnium Files? So, I, The Somnium
0: Files... The best way I can sort of uh, describe my feelings on it is that this is the exact video game I've wanted out of <laughs> Snatcher.
3: I, You know what? Absolutely. It hits those vibes, and mm-hmm. I think it delivers in ways that... Like, 2064 Read Only Memories tried to, and I don't think that it nailed it. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel that this game kind of hit all of that stuff that Snatcher did, but better.
0: Yeah, I haven't I haven't played Read Only Memories* yet, but I, I think you're. I, I get that feeling as well. A lot of that, you know, from that and out of Snap and you know from out of Snatcher as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the relationship between I and Date, you know, Iba and Date, mm-hmm. is just it, it's metal, and Gillian. Like how <laughs> like, straight up it's, it, it's so. Pretty...
3: It's so well written and the chemistry between the actors is crazy given that they all recorded at different times. But everybody genuinely sounds like they're on the same page, which you gotta have a great director to pull that off. Um, right. And you can't like you like and, and you can't like you can't just pull a relationship like Date and Iba's out of the ether and make it work. Because when you start that game, there's already the air of familiarity in there that they have to find a way to get the player in on. Right. So, like, these characters, they've known each other for four years already. And that's a way. That's a thing with a lot of the characters in this game, is that it's really good at, crea- at showing you these very deep and layered relationships that are already established, um, that they have to find a way to let you in on and make you feel like a part of it, and every single one of them nails it.
0: I think a lot of it, too, is not just... By the dialogue, it's the the somniums themselves. Yes, you learn um, I, so the somniums. Much. All the puzzles in the Somniums, like most of the puzzles in the somniums are based on things that you learn through the di- through different dialogue, whether they be from one route or another route or right before. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them are based on how that character feels about a specific situation, and you having to solve that puzzle mm-hmm. in the somniums. I think that's a very clever. It was a very clever way to deliver character. Just Backstory, interactions, and how that character is feeling about specific moments through their dreams. Yes, uh, I think that's a that was a very interesting take on this, on that whole thing. I absolutely love it. Uh, this kind of game is one of I, I love point and click adventure games, mm-hmm. and this game is you know it's a visual novel, but still has a little bit of that point and click adventure stuff. Although it's a visual novel without an inventory,
3: so yeah, fa- oh well, we've got to just dock it like eight or nine points there.
0: I know eight, eight or nine points without the inventory, but <laughs> n- nonetheless, um, there's a lot. You know, like I said, like my whole time playing through, I was like, "This is exactly what I want out of like a Snatcher follow-up or something like that." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I know, and even then, like other Sega, you know, other Sega CD adventure games like Rise of the Dragon, things like that. Like Snatcher is kind of a—it's kind of an exception to the rule mm-hmm. uh, from that time because it's a very well-directed English localization. Yes, like it's mm-hmm. really, it's really
3: surprisingly good. like for that era, anyway. Like you don't, you don't see that kind of care put toward localization back then. Mm-hmm. And this game
0: now, obviously, you know, direction localization english translation has gotten better obviously this was probably written at the same no the english version was written at the same time as the japanese version i believe yeah they came I, out very similar
3: yeah time yeah they were they were written in tandem i believe and then the other localizations for like chinese and etc were handled <laughs> after the fact
0: um oh, okay but yeah, all of, the, like, all of the gameplay, all of the story elements, everything just came together for this game for me, and I, I absolutely love it. It's a, it's a mix that I don't think can be replicated very often.
3: It's a game whose tone could easily be sabotaged if a careful writer was not handling it, because this game straddles comedy and drama in a way that no game I have played has done better. Because there are moments like you can watch my stream at any moment and find me literally dying, laughing out loud at the absurd things that this game is doing, and then you know, thirty minutes later, I've got to mute the goddamn stream on my end because I'm probably bawling my eyes out. Because you're crying, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's
0: not. I went back through some of your streams after I played through it, and there were definitely <laughs> I definitely noticed that.
3: But yeah, like, there's just, like, and it's just, like, it always hits those extremes, but it doesn't ever feel like it's too lopsided. Like, all of these characters, you take them seriously, a- and you care about them, but there's also this, yeah, go ahead and laugh at them. Date's kind of an idiot, but that's why he's charming. You know, laugh at MoMA. He's an idiot, but he's a he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Momba's a good boy. Mova's a good boy. And it's just, there are so many characters like that where they have a very weird, like, off-kilter, non-sequitur side to them that could easily just be sabotage in any other game. In any other game where where tone is very important. And somehow this... they've deftly managed to hold this game's tone together and make every point land as it should. That's really important. I, and I've cool, definitely seen I think. some
0: people also not like the game's tone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well. I, I, I've seen the opinion as well that this game is too—you know—it it does not take itself seriously at all, and. It's, terrible for that. It's too straightforward
3: or something. Yeah, Like, I've seen it criticized as Uchikoshi's weakest work because it's the most straightforward, and it's the easiest of his works to kind of, like, not reach the end and be like, oh oh, man, my head's too big right now and I need to go lay down and (laughs) have a think about all that. Whereas this game, you get a nice big catharsis at the end. Everything makes sense. Everything's Mm -hmm. wrapped up, and you get an amazing ending sequence that is beyond fucking words. (laughs) We can't I, you I can't, don't think we can describe it. Nobody say a word. It's so good, though. It, when it happens, <laughs> I literally, at fucking 1.30 in the morning, I was dying and falling out of my chair at how good it was.
0: Oh, man. It, no, that ending sequence.
3: Oh, man. It's so good. And, and to your uh, point about it being a point-and-click adventure game, if you're playing this or you haven't played it yet or you're going to, Click on everything every time you go to an area. Every time. Even if you're returning to an area, click on everything. Because this is a game that is hidden jokes, random non-sequitur bullshit, you name it. All over the place.
0: And Going it's... back to your streams, there's stuff I missed. And there's even some stuff that was different as well, like the joke... Of, uh, I'll mention one joke that you kept getting mm-hmm. about uh, Date forgetting the, uh, the the investigator's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was not mine. Really? He remembered his name every time for me oh weird i don't know oh. what exactly what triggered that but it's probably something like the Mizu. it's probably something like the mizuki thing where you know you say what you know what food you're gonna get
3: yeah and then she'll remember that through the rest of the I said game stew for mine and oh and then she it wanted to yeah she
0: wanted stew for the whole time
3: oh that's that, like little touches like that are neat
0: there's so many little things too like like that one was like the, the the Mizuki one I I expected, but the investigator one I did not expect.
3: Yeah, like wait. that was. That and was I've weird. watched I've watched a few other streams, and I've noticed that they got different jokes as well. So I think okay. that there's actually I think that there may actually be a hint of randomness to the way some jokes appear. Like whether like like maybe like certain sections have two or three different jokes that it can select from, and maybe you just get different ones because I've seen people play different parts of the game. The where it
0: could be triggered by how many times that you do things in that intro section.
3: That that as well, yeah. But it's just the, the fact that I've watched it and I've I i i am still seeing new things that I missed. You know, and I played this game for like thirty one hours. So I I tried to look at everything, and I still missed... Like, I'm still missing, like, two journal entries.
0: Yeah, this is definitely something I would go back... Like, this is a game definitely is one you would go... I'd go back to.
3: Yeah, like, I like, can definitely see myself enjoying this game again like I would going back and revisiting a movie, just because it's a lighter kind of game. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 Zero Escape games are a little harder to kind of do that with because th- those games are a lot heavier... Um, whereas yeah, this is yeah, much this is... more movie-like.
0: Yeah, this is probably my favorite of Uchi Ko- of the games I've played from Uchi Kochi personally. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe because of that tone, maybe how light it is. Yeah. And I... how I can see myself definitely going back to it, enjoying it, at, and, like, fully enjoying it again, whereas, like, a Zero Escape, it's gonna take, I, I have to be in the right mood for that. Mm-hmm. Like, to revisit it, because I know what's gonna happen, and granted, I'll probably revisit Zero Escape at some point, but it's a little harder to do so. Yeah. It- like I said, it's kind of like... Sna- I revisit Snatcher every couple of years. I revisit D every couple of years.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so it, I would definitely put I in the same category as those games.
4: Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. I was, I was watching uh, Karina Boddicker, uh, who voiced Mizuki. She's been playing the game, too. And, like, watching a voice actor kind of see their scenes in context is real interesting. Because mm-hmm. she, got, she got to uh, certain points and certain routes and, like, things that would, like... She was like, I know I said that, but the way they directed it and the way that it lands there, and she's almost fucking crying on stream because of how <laughs> well it all came together. Like, it's like things yeah. like that. It's just really cool. And like, uh, man, this game, it, it, for me personally, this game is really special again because of the way I chose to uh, consume it this time. Like like I said last mm-hmm. time, I tend to devour these games by myself uh, you know, alone in a dark room or chilling out in bed with the case of the Zero Escape games, which I played on the DS and 3DS. They run, um, Yeah, those were handheld games at the time, so... And, and, and for this one, for whatever reason, I was just like, let's just stream it. And I got a wild hair up my ass and decided to do it. And it turned out to be, like... I think having people along for the ride really amplified that experience for me. Because... I think it, for
0: a lot of people who may not play this type of game... Mm-hmm sure uh but i think they that from what i was looking at your chats and everything they seem like they were enjoying themselves a lot
4: yeah
3: yeah uh, just
0: kind of watching your experience through it and then the they also having that same experience and you know, this is the type of game that like, it's it's a lot like a movie it's good
3: to watch yeah this is a very yeah.
0: fun thing to do. you know it's a very fun thing to do is to watch these adventure games mm-hmm. That's the reason I like him, too. So. Yeah, like,
3: I have watched plenty of people, you know, play through the climax of games like Danganronpa and Zero Escape, just because those mo- like, I, you, you gotta love seeing, like, somebody's reaction to those moments when you already have that knowledge. Like, that's always fun uh, for yeah. me. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, like
0: watching after after five deal with the uh, trails in the sky. Like, oh fun.
3: man, yeah, watching after five doing the trails in the sky slash cold steel slash throwing the headphones off, saying "fuck it, I'm done." <laughs> Wait, watching what? Rhett
1: finish FC.
3: Um, yeah, we watched Rhett finish the first chapter, which was great. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, after five got to a point. <laughs> Got to a real big point in Cold Steel 2 where he had been streaming probably about 10 hours by that point, uh. but then a big story beat happened that was just completely, oh, fuck off, and he just like, <laughs> headphones off, walks completely out of the room. <laughs> he had to walk out of the room. That was good. <laughs> He's just done. <laughs> but yeah, like, uh, I, The Somnium Files, I, th- I think that's a really special game. It probably is. Like, like when the dust settles, I think it probably is going to be what I consider Uchikoshi's finest work just because of how put together um, and consistent it is. Um, And it's, it's smart and clever in ways that you just don't see video games do much these days. Um, Yeah. And I know that like seven or eight people bought this game as well, just from watching my stream. So that's awesome too.
0: I was already going to get it, but I was going to hold off for a little bit, but watching your streams, I was like, nope, I'm getting it. Like, I've right got now.
3: to experience this thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I-, I tossed it at my, after I, w- I finished it, you know, a couple days later, I tossed it at my brother, told him, you play this now. I did the same thing with 999 for him, yeah. so. Yeah.
3: You, you, like, this and is... then he
0: bought VLR and ZTD on his own. Nice. One of those, so. <laughs> Uh, I told him to do that and then he, he gave me an update of where he is right now and he's on that route.
3: Oh as his first route. The A route. The yeah, that route. Yeah. That's just what I call that one. I just call it the A
0: route. <laughs> the A route. The, uh, yeah, he's on that one as his first and he got and then he hit the lock. So oh man
3: But yeah. Um
0: That was my third route.
3: Oh yeah, that was mine as well. So, like, I hit that route way late, and I think that it landed way better for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but yeah, like, that's going to be, like, like that's the kind of fun of Uchikoshi's games, though, is, like, the route you take the first time is really going to influence how the, uh, the later routes hit you. Because, right. because you're collecting different information each time. and i
0: I did something when i was watching your playthroughs Mm -hmm. i did something similar to yours but i went the opposite direction i went on the right first but then i did the opposite of what you did
3: oh okay first okay i see i see just to give you kind
0: of a where i maybe my perspective on it is on that and then i went back and did the opposite what you were doing first Uh, i see gotcha so
3: yeah uh somnium files is great everybody It, it's
0: it's fantastic.
3: Like if we like like if we don't curtail the discussion now, it's going to end up being all right. This has to be a spoiler cast. Let's just talk <laughs> about it.
0: Let's yeah. Let's, not, let's I, not. I think I think we're good at this point, not spoiling anything right now. But definitely go play this.
3: Yeah, like uh, this. If you're
0: in, if you're into adventure games, uh, if you've ever played Snatcher, and I, I recommend you do. If you still, so, yeah. I like Snatcher. Snatcher's good. Um If you're in that into that kind of game, uh, I is. Definitely up your alley. Yeah. Basically, if you liked
1: D, you should place. You like, should go play I, the Somnium Files. Like that's. Oh yeah.
0: Earlier, if you like, right? I mean, <laughs> I, I would put it in the same category as me revisiting D
3: or Snatcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean that Square so game, Dark Dreams Don't Die, right? That's that's the fourth one. Yeah, it's D. No,
0: that's that's D four. <laughs> that's actually not even like a thing. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, we're gonna put that on the back of the box. But
3: Check the funny thing is, if you but the like funny D, play thing... like, yeah, I, I, I. the Somnium Palace. But it, but the thing is about D four is that like, have, looking at it now, I kind of get a lot of I vibes, so I might actually pick that up at some point.
0: I have, yeah, I haven't played D four at all, and I don't have a way to play it really. So yeah, at least I don't it, think. It, so. I think it's on PC it's on, now. I yeah, believe. it's on Steam
2: mm. now. It goes on sale on for PC. real cheap because it's not finished either. Oh. There's, remember they they made yeah. like two episodes and then All right. oh, lost. Alright, never yeah. mind.
3: I'm not gonna buy that. Well it's My like PC what's there is good. It's probably.
2: just it's kinda gonna blue ball you at the end probably. Oh no I don't want that. Yeah.
3: I like Sweary, mm-hmm. but I don't want to buy an unfinished game and get blue ball. So- go play ending. instead, go play D. I believe that is on <laughs> Steam now. I think it is. Yeah. D's uh, pretty good. Is- <laughs> D's pretty good.
0: I like D. Okay, yeah, no, D is also is yep. also on Steam and good old game. So yeah, there you go.
3: Thank you listening. Um,
1: I like what you all said about the tone because, like, I know that's that's definitely something a lot of people bounce off is when something manages to like pretty deftly weave together like that level of humor mm-hmm. with big drama,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and
3: I love that. That's my favorite thing. Basically, I mean, I
2: think Dang and Rampa is pretty dark yeah. humor. Mm-hmm.
4: Like,
3: Definitely like, Rampa definitely has that kind of levity. I think that, like, the way I... I presents it in a more grounded manner, I think. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, yeah. it's it's a really absurd fucking game. Like, there are so many absurd things happen in this game where you just kind of have yeah. to look at it and say, that's this world. And, they're, and they've already convinced you of that. Like, it's not weird <laughs> that the 12-year-old child is bench-pressing 220 pounds. <laughs> it's not she's weird! Okay. She, she's good. <laughs> It She's might good. be weird when you first see it, but then you're just Wait. like, "Oh, okay, that's that's fine." Yeah. The machine gun bit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Man, there's so many good bits in this game. Even just mentioning one fucking bit like that is hey, not en- it's not enough to like ruin anything in this game because this game has bits for days. Hey, Polly. Yeah. Porno Pornomeg! <laughs> oh, this porno mag—it's great. <laughs> uh, it's Whoa, something I limited got. edition. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're gonna move past I now because yeah, we let's are move going past to, I. It's uh, okay. we're gonna start spoiling bits. Uh, what else do you want to talk about, Tom? Um, well, you
0: said I could talk about my uh my little project I've let's been working it.
3: on. Let's do it. Let's talk about your
0: project. Oh, I'm, so uh, I'm not sure what I exactly I want to talk about though to be honest through the set I saw your message about an hour ago on that so I'm not sure exactly what I want to talk about on it either but I'll give a little bit of a kind of a preamble of what I've been working on for the I've been working on a uh I've been working on a game for the past two years I' would um, say it's been it's been a journey it's been a ride um, actually it's a little bit longer because this I don't know if I want to talk about where this game kind of comes from yet and kind of how it came to be. Mm -hmm. Um, But just say it comes from a long, torturous process of me trying to start up a JRPG basically an an RPG maker and seeing if I can make something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, As it turns out, you can.
3: (laughs) Oh, wow. You mean you can use an RPG maker to make (laughs) RPGs? I was shocked, actually. That's Um, stunning! I think... I thought it was just to make tech demos and then never make games.
1: See, that's what I, <laughs> I know. thought, is that you just dick around for a little bit and then give up.
0: Right. Like, that's what it's... Right?
3: Right, exactly. That's what I thought, too.
0: But apparently, no, you can make RPGs in an RPG maker and make them pretty good. Wow. Um, I know. It's shocking. Mm-hmm. So... The main thing I can say from this is this has been sort of a learning experience of project management, organizing a project, and actually telling myself I can do it. With the mm-hmm. follow-through,
1: of course. That's a, big, that's a big part of it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and following through with it. Uh, again, I don't... I, I'd say I bit off more than I can chew with it, but then again, I don't think so either. Because once I started going at it, it started putting itself together pretty fast. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, start... Everything down with paper, you know. Start working things out. I actually removed things at one point, and then I put had to put them back in because I needed them still. Right.
1: Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, um, that's always a that's always a good feeling when you build something. For me, that's a good feeling when you build something like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: no, nah, this doesn't work actually, and take it out and then, or maybe you retool it later. Mm. Cool. Right. And
0: like, oh no, I forgot that. Oh no, I realized that was perfect for pacing. Mm-hmm. Like, not quite... Because sto- with an RPG, you've got to deal with, of course, story pace, but you also have to deal with gameplay pace yeah, as yeah. well. How how good does it feel to level? How good does it feel to get new abilities
3: as you just level up? Cause, how, how angry uh, is r- death going to make the player? <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> That's a really important right. one. There's a lot of... And there's a lot of things I kind of decided uh, at the beginning of me, of me making this. Um... Saving anywhere. No, that was a thing that I said absolutely mm-hmm. has to happen. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do five party members.
3: Mm. That system only like that? does four, though. Mm. So, <laughs>
0: I thought I, you know, there you go. Um, I have to give some special thanks uh, to a particular plugin creator named Yanfly.
3: Yanfly! Yanfly, who is, oh my god. Just a, oh my god. an amazing wizard when it comes to RPG Maker custom scripting. I... I don't know how. How do they do it? <laughs> the stuff that they come up with is incredible, and it's yeah, all just um, one big package that you can kind of mix and match what you want. You can mix and match what That's you so want.
0: Cool. You can get the base. You can get the base stuff if you want to, or you don't even have to. There's a couple different. There's a couple different things that you may not think like you might need, but then it's like, oh wait a minute, this is perfect for implementing that. Mm-hmm. Um, like say, some things that RPG Maker MV doesn't do very well is uh, passive states. Mm. uh where like, you know like setting up passive states for like if you have like a piece of equipment that causes a state to happen say yeah. like a ring
4: that causes mm. berserk
0: like a berserk status yeah. uh, that's a thing that's actually a plug-in for <laughs> the yanfly is made yeah is to do like passive states on on equipment like that
3: and then you can just like put the like the little bit of code in the note field of the equipment right, i believe. just requires
0: you to yeah, it's just a it's a note tag um, yeah. stating what attribute you want to apply to that apply to that, and also what conditions you want that to be too.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's real. It really gives you a lot more, a, a bigger, more robust engine to work with with the OnFly stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, props to Yan to OnFly doing just amazing work still. Uh, They have a a Patreon. There you go. There you go.
3: Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I would say they're worth supporting.
0: Yeah. Uh, There's another... uh, There's an artist also named Cossacks who does uh, RPG Maker Monsters. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm actually using their... I'm using their monsters as well, too. Mm -hmm. From there. Because kind of my thing was also... I don't want to make this too much work for me in making monsters. I want to make something and get it out there. Yeah. I don't want to st- be stuck making resources over and over again. I'm not the best artist when it comes to digital art. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. I can do I can do pic- I can handle pixels and you know edit things as I need to, but that's about it. Yeah. Um so that's sort of my that's what I've been doing. Those
1: are th- those were the ways you manage scope. Is that this is a big RPG like a 10-hour RPG, right? This but... is a
0: fi- this is, has been clocking at 15 hours every time God. I it. You Holy are
1: long, You are three <laughs> Undertales long. <laughs> yeah, and he managed scope and made it so you can make it good by um, you mostly using like mostly using RTP art, the built-in and art I, that comes with RPG Maker.
0: Yep, I've been using RTP art. I've actually not. I've only done a couple animation uh, animations mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. battle and for cutscenes. Um, I've changed a couple colors. Actually, that's about it. <laughs> there you go. You know what I need, what, what about so music? That, I mean, hey. <laughs> For music, that's a little bit different. I'm using a mixture of RTP and other sources that mm-hmm. I found. Um, I'm actually using music that Hiroyuki Yuki Kikuda oh. put out for RPG Maker use. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool! That's so really cool. I can say, so I can say, I have Hiroyuki Kikuda music in here. My boss theme is actually by Hiroyuki
4: Kikuda. That's so. really cool. Uh,
0: who's that again? Uh, that's the Secret of Mana composer. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of where
1: yeah. my brain went. I think I heard about heard about heard that name again because of Indivisible.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think you did Indiv- "Indivisible" as well. Yeah. Polly, will talk about for
3: sure.
1: That's so. This is so cool, dude! I'm really excited
0: I, to play
4: this game.
3: I am too. Um, like, I, I thought I was a beta tester, but I guess I'm not.
4: Your oh, best sorry, friend
3: Polly. ever. Your best friend, Polly.
0: I, I have a very specific person that I I use to test games, and he is currently I, working on it. I know. I'm
3: mm-hmm. just I'm just messing with you. I'm just <laughs> I know messing you, with
0: you. I know you are. Like, I'm very
3: eager to play it, though.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still doing a couple things. There's actually some things I noticed uh, when I was testing it today. I was like, oh, shoot, I forgot about some things. And, oh, wait, those people still have default dialog. Well, yeah, I noticed that. that. That was real good. <laughs> <laughs> this is default text. I, I have – yeah, I – got to do it sometimes. That, that's, how you, that's how you manage it. Mm-hmm. That's how I know I made a mistake.
2: Mm-hmm. Just give them an empty text box. <laughs> just word search default and just delete it. There you go. <laughs> That's what Super Neptune RPG did, pretty much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but um, yeah, overall, uh, I guess it's all I really want to talk about now. I guess, but it is a, it is a full-on RPG.
1: Mm-hmm. There's a world map. There's a story. Other there
0: crystals. There was a world map. <laughs> there is a crystal.
2: Oh, are there four <laughs> elemental-themed bosses?
0: There are five. There are actually Ugh. five elemental themed dragons. Yes, so actually seven if you do the secret bosses. Dragons! There's
4: dragons, of course. There's there dragons.
0: <laughs> what? Wait, what? Sorry.
2: Oh, I just thought secret bosses is pretty good too. Yeah,
0: there are there are some hidden done. There's actually more than the like the 15 hour content is like the main story stuff. <laughs>
3: He's adding, got like nine okay, hours of so epilogue, cool. like Lunar adding Two. Adding the extra stuff is about
0: seventeen hours, actually. <laughs> there you uh, go. It's a nice beefy chrono trigger. Basically, it's um, be- it, it is a beefy, it is a beefy game, and I've played it multiple times. Uh, you know, I you can't do?
2: imagine having to test something like this.
0: <laughs> so that's actually something else as well. Too. I guess I'll talk about uh, for testing long RPGs and just some things I've kind of found to make this easier. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, uh, Base RPG Maker has twenty save files. Use them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, that's very important. But uh, the other thing I recommend doing too is making yourself a a, a map that's just for debugging. Yeah. And setting up a way to get to that debug map from, like, a spell in the game. Like, you, making yep. a spell that says debug. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll take you to that map and then have different ways, have a way to get you back to the same place you use debug. hmm mm-hmm. From that map and then turning on and off various things. Like, turning off random encounters, turning off, um, you know, giving yourself some more money if you need it. Yep. For some odd, odd reason. Um, setting up different warp points that'll take you to different story points in the game. Mm-hmm. Smart. Because um, the other thing, too, also, you can set up, a like, a, a variable to count where your game should be. If you're making a, a story form game like this, you want to have a variable that keeps your – how far into the game you are. Yeah. Like, what about what you type, just
1: use yeah. a bunch of undocumented switches and variables just as a clusterfuck, <laughs> and you don't really dot care about it or organize it at all, and then you, you just –
0: You could do that. And you might – And you, might... then, then you suffer. Yeah, you could suffer. Uh, the thing is, though, too, is that if you do this like this, you can make a longer RPG.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. it. <laughs> this has definitely given me flashbacks to making Hunters, which was a yeah. game that took three years uh. and did the same thing of having like this one variable that was the, like, you are ten steps into the game. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, counting, uh, counting when a cutscene should happen. Yeah, and uh, yeah. knowing Stuff that. Like too, that. And, there's some things that I'm like I, I could have definitely done better. I, I probably could have used more common events for some things.
4: Mm. Yeah, because you know, there's I definitely
0: some like even sure. in mine, there's repeated code of gathering party, uh, you know, gathering party members and then bringing them back. You know, yeah, like, that was something. Typical, you know, you have the
3: line of party members. That's something you want to macro, like on a common. Yeah, event you can macro, sure.
1: or yeah, you just copy paste the events over and over again. That yeah, you can do that too. <laughs>
0: yeah this some other event triggers I probably could have done as well too um but and then I do have some switches pulling double duty mm-hmm. <laughs> on like some uh for like cutscene events and show if I need to show like an object I actually have the same switch just handling like, yeah. all of that <laughs> it's like show comp- I, I think one is actually called show computer screen there you go Easy. which shows computer screens and if you figure out this is a fantasy RPG and I just said that oops. yeah, I was
1: just thinking that's this is a fantasy. Huh. Did oh. I just say that? They didn't have oh.
3: computers. They didn't have computers and have to wipe your hand with your butt land.
1: Hmm.
0: <laughs> I think Tom might be ripping off Might and Magic.
4: Mm. I might. I could either
0: be ripping mm. off Might and Magic, or I could be ripping off Fantasy Star. Fantasy we'll Star. See. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
0: Mm. Or I could be ripping off Lunar. Which, oh, by the way, I'm probably ripping off Lunar.
3: Hey, Lunar <laughs> is a pretty good thing to kind of riff off of, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a good base.
3: Yeah. It's a good starting base to do, and yeah. there you go.
0: Tom played Lunar, and he was just like,
3: ugh, I could do this so much
0: better. <laughs> no, actually, I was like, oh, I cannot do this better, but you know what, <laughs> I'm going to try.
3: I can't do this better, but I can do one of these.
0: Exactly, and sometimes you just have, to have enough hubris to say that. <laughs> exactly. He
3: played
2: Lunar on the DS and said, I can do this I better. Can,
0: I can at least <laughs> do better
3: than
2: that.
0: I, I will say that definitely Silas, which is the name of the game, by the way, is uh, better than Lunar Dragon Song.
3: There you go. Me playing it. Put that on
0: the back of the box. Put <laughs> uh, that in the back of the box. It might even be better than Lunar
3: uh, Legend. Legend? But... Legend is pretty bad. That's the, is that the Game Boy. Boy, Ad- Boy that's game? the Game Boy Adventure or the Game Boy Advance version. It's, it's, oh, okay. it's the, game the Game Boy, Boy Adventure? Adventure. Game Boy Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: That's the Game, game Boy? Yeah, that's the that's the Game Boy Advance Lunar uh, Lunar One.
3: Version.
1: Mm. I know, I'm asking you for your opinion on the Game Boy Color game. Tell me.
3: There's is a there Lunar a... Game Boy Color game? I don't know that there is a Game think Boy so. Color. I already came up with something. There's a Lufia there's... Game Boy Color game. Ah, oh, that's what I was thinking. There's, of. A, there's Lunar Magic School on the uh, no, Game Gear. That's a Game Gear game. But that's, yeah. <laughs> Lufia and Lunar gear
1: are basically the same thing, right?
3: <laughs> no. no. Lufia has puzzles and they make me mad. Because <laughs> a lot of them are block okay. the, of the block variety. Oh, does this game! Have puzzles? I, all right,
0: Polly, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and apologize to you
3: now. Yeah, no, you just gotta put in a, a about bu- block put in a poly this. button. You just put in a poly <laughs> button, and it skips I, you to the end of the puzzle, just like the beginner's guide. You don't even I have to do it.
0: I, I will say this: they are not hard.
3: <laughs> oh, so it's not I riffing pain, on cross Crosscode.
0: I, I have painstakingly made sure that they are not hard. These
3: are polyproof. I hope they're poly- you
0: think, you know you, you know Tom.
1: I've made block I puzzles that. that I thought were polyproof. <laughs> oh my God. They were not polyproof.
3: Which, Which game, one? John? Which one? Um,
1: I, I, know you you I know you got frustrated with the I know you got frustrated with Spider Game. I think you got frustrated with the Witch Game.
3: No, the witch, witch Game was easy because you could just poke at it and eventually get it.
1: <laughs>
3: you could just like okay. you could just slam the keyboard and get that one. That's what I did.
1: <laughs> no, I meant the the block puzzle in the in the witch game.
3: Yeah, I know the block okay. puzzle in the witch game. I just I just got to a point where I was just like, okay, arrow keys, do your thing, and I just kept smashing them. <laughs> Guys, I'm <laughs> dumb. Okay, yeah, it's it's fine. Well, the spider
1: one was really got frustrated for like
0: twenty minutes, right? Yeah, the
3: spider one got me angry for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I still think the top witch's tower is my favorite John game. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Thank you. That's, that's probably my favorite one. Thank you. Um, it's one of my well, it's one of my
1: many genre de, genre defying iconoclastic books. Exactly. <laughs> I did. Frog I did. Of, um, of Z, the Museum of Zzt did a really nice close read thing. Let's play text. Let's play of it. Yeah, it was really good. Had they had some very nice praise for me that made me feel very self important. It was very nice.
4: <laughs>
2: More
1: so than I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey, all that. all I'm going to link that in the chat.
4: <laughs>
0: I made I I made a D riff. It's called Moon. Oh, yeah.
3: Moon is really good. You should all I go play that's Moon. I heard that selling yeah, really Yeah, you should well also play Shopper Moon. I,
0: I, I replayed Moon this week. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I pulled it out. Like, you know what? Hey, show me to replay
3: Moon for a little bit. Now Moon's pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a good video game. Good. It's like I who played it. Yeah.
4: <laughs>
3: there we go. Link sent. So, when can we expect a Silas? Are we looking yeah. at, are we looking at early next year? I'm actually looking at earlier than that, maybe. Maybe, yes. maybe. Okay. So
2: if I know anything about game dev, that means you're actually looking at early next. Yeah. year. <laughs> I'm
0: actually looking at early next year, but
2: we'll, we'll but see. But you will shoot for this year.
0: I, I'm shooting for this year. Um, I'm I'm trying to make this next play this current playthrough I'm doing of it my last playthrough
3: of it. Oh, so, so now we are okay, definitely getting into. Close to being in done territory. Yeah, so I, can you... I'm
0: definitely getting close, but there's still things I've noticed. Like, oh shoot, I have to correct that map. I fixed that. I have to correct that cutscene map because its new yeah. map is different.
4: Mm. The
2: last five percent is a lot. Yeah, this, this
0: is the hard. This is the hard part right here. Mm. Um, but I've already finalized some. T- I've already done like some final text stuff. I need to put more. Di- I need to put some dialogue in. I'm considering if there's any more writing I actually need to do. Just have my poly do it. Text. it. It might be texts of like you know like like books on shelves. That's about it.
1: <laughs> just have your kicks. Just have your
3: IndieGoGo backers write like all the inside <laughs> <Right>. text. <laughs> yeah, and have I, it all be inside jokes that nobody playing the game will actually get. Right, shovel knight was here.
0: Shovel knight. Oh,
3: it's uh, just i I'm not, I'm not a
0: real. I'm not a real indie game until I put Shovel Knight in my game, huh?
3: Here you go. Here's what I'll do. Here's what I'll do. If you need books, I'll write you a series that's, uh, that is that is a long form retelling of Poly Dungeon.
1: <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That actually, that actually sounds great.
0: I'll talk to you later about that.
1: All right. Actually... Put, one, put one in each town, just like the, the
3: chests and trails. My yeah. Is-
0: my problem is poly. I already have kind of a poly dungeon riff in
3: you in the oh, game. Oh, right, right, right. That's cool. That's cool. That's fine.
0: I do have that in there, but that might also be something. I'll, I'll talk to you later.
3: What, we 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 could talk. Look, I'm good at tertiary comedic text. So if you need some kind of, of what that, I need
0: you made you made
1: a whole game. I made that a whole was game. It's just tertiary, tertiary text. comedic
0: text. You're right. I forgot that you're perfect at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're a lot better than me at it. Well, Tom, if you have
1: any trouble, um finishing your 15 hour video game you can always come to all of us because we're very skilled at that managing projects of that scope obviously
0: (laughs) i'm sure you are um i guess if you have any long-form projects you need to be (laughs) to help with i guess i'm good too (laughs) i will reach out hiring i I, I don't think i'm ever
1: going to make a 15 hour video game sorry (laughs) i'm sorry you know what the worst
3: part is
0: yeah you know what the worst part is what's that I have a notebook of ideas of other, <laughs> of other <laughs> that's, how
3: like, uh, that's how it always is. That's how it always is. Like, once you're I in, have... that's it. Like, you're not getting out.
0: I may have an RPG Maker project also kind of
3: started. I know, I, know is, I saw that. You know, I saw that. that. I recently, I recently I recently acquired a legal version of MV, so <laughs> that is now hanging Excellent. out on my Steam account. Thanks to our good pal all Byron right. Byron Holcher. So. Oh my
1: god! I'm so here for everyone making RPG maker. Everybody games. should make RPG so maker games. I am so, happy. I am so, I am, so yeah, happy. Should
0: all make RPG maker games, please? God,
1: I'm I'm I started one, and I'm happy. I got to the point where I could um where I felt confident that I could finish it if I kept going. Ooh. Like that's what that's what I needed to get past was that initial that wall. Initial hurdle. Is this yeah. possible?
4: Yeah.
0: Well,
1: that felt good.
0: I agree with it. Uh, and you know what the best part is? What's that? Yeah. Uh, RPG Maker already has inventory, so we
3: don't have to worry about that. Exactly.
0: That's, it's actually going to be good.
3: <laughs> it actually counts as a video game. Yeah. You can actually make a visual novel, right. an I RPG Maker, good. and then have an inventory.
0: <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. A basically. lot of my favorite RPG Maker games are basically visual novels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pretty I much. mean, hey, you can do a lot with pictures. You absolutely can. You can do a lot with pictures. Like, there's, I, I think, RPG Maker even has its own. Uh, there's a uh, one of the plug-in tools for it. It's not like a, it's like an official thing you buy, uh, mm. but does visual novel style cutscenes yeah. for you to import into your project. <clears throat> it's like, what the heck? This, why did this not exist when I was twelve?
3: <laughs> Hold on. Oh, did yeah. we lose someone? Oh, no, I'm here yeah
2: someone was being weird in chat
3: and later okay there we go. <laughs>
2: all right thank you for taking care of that
3: all right um but uh so yeah you're aiming for this year and then hoping to come in you know at least no later than early next year for silas then i'm uh. right
0: i'm i'm hoping for sometime here soon cool because it's already mid-october
3: so. Yeah, like somebody said on Twitter the other yeah. day that it was only six weeks till Thanksgiving, and that was just like, <laughs> what is going on?
0: What End happened? It really
4: snuck in like this
0: the, year. Yeah, it feels like the early part of this year was so slow, and now it's just like, it, it's now just downhill. Yeah, it hits summer,
3: and it's just straight downhill speed wise. <laughs>
0: yeah. But
3: I want to thank you for coming on, uh, Tom, um, and talking with us about i and sharing your rpg making experience with us um i'm not ready to kick off tom yet you're that's not going. you're not <laughs> nope okay oh no. i have okay. a thing i want to talk about okay tom is the one person okay. in
1: the
0: world okay. I can okay. talk okay okay look
3: i didn't john you didn't tell me what you were doing beforehand that's
0: i fine. i kind of know what he's talking about okay well uh john Thayer! oh yeah <laughs> what have you been out to
1: um, game I confirmed played by two people <laughs> I finished the video, the 3DS JRPG Alliance Alive, the Alliance Alive, I should say. So you've heard, you both have heard of this and are very aware of it, right?
0: Yes, I am very aware of it. Um, I have a copy. Um, I've not, although I've not beaten it like you have. Oh god, damn it! I
3: thought I played the, I played Jesus. a demo, I think, or was that the game that came before? That oh, was Legend of Legacy. Sorry, John, I was really when I, when it came out. I was really. <laughs> oh my god! God damn
1: it! Um, that was probably Legend of Legacy Polly. That was the one that came earlier and people didn't like as much. Mm-hmm. But because that was the one that had high profile, nobody played this one. Right. So this is like probably the better one, although I did go and buy Legend of Legacy immediately. Um, this is the one made for casuals. So this yeah. is the casual, this is the casual, accessible one with way more story. Mm. Um, so Alliance Alive, 3D S RPG, it's the same crew that made Legend of Legacy, a bunch of ex-Saga folks, mm. obviously mm. a huge
3: <laughs> obviously i mean just from the demo that i played of the previous game like oh this is this is saga as hell <laughs> it seems yeah. like legend of legacy
1: is like very little story very open-ended mm. yes and
0: very... I, I can confirm that legend of legacy is very open-ended very little story but it's also got this neat little flow to it that's uh, it, it's a game i like i really want to play it it's also uh, i like art, i like right? legend of Legacy. Is it hard? It's hard, yes. yes! Uh, Legend of oh. Legacy is much harder than I'd say Alliance Alive is. Yeah.
1: So that's the thing. Then they made Legend of Legacy. It was a very open-ended, very hard saga riff, and it sounds like a lot. it has a lot more in common with the Rancing Saga. Um, I jumped to Alliance Alive because it has a full 10 more points on Metacritic. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like
3: 65, 75. And I was like,
1: all right. It, go, let's go, let's
3: go, let's go, it goes from, oh, no, to, hey, people can almost stomach this. Yeah, so
1: basically, it's a more in line with like what you'd expect from like Final Fantasy or mm-hmm. like a, a contemporary JRPG in general. Mm-hmm. The story is basically a roller coaster. Yeah. Um, it opens up at times, but mostly you are on this track of story, mm. and I, yeah. you know, I can vibe with that. Um, it has a very romancing saga e combat system. Um and a pretty in a weird character progression system where like all of their base stats are set in stone, but you level up HP, MP, and skills. Um, it does this thing where it kind of mimics like the life point system from Saga Frontier mm-hmm. where your when your character dies in combat, they take max HP damage and then the max HP goes down. And then it doesn't go back up to their normal max HP until you go to an inn or something. So the you have an incentive not to let characters die in while doing long dungeon crawls because that mm-hmm. it it can fuck you over in a major way, it, it, or rather, it, it makes your characters weaker over time as they. The longer you stay in the dungeon, the weak, frailer your characters get. It's a good effect.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it's
3: just like Socrates. Persona Three when everybody gets tired. Every game is Persona. No, it's well, it's a, it's an actual like organic cool. It's an actual
0: thing advantage. in Alliance Alive though, like. Yeah. Persona of three is just kind of random and probably based on I don't know luck or
3: something. I think it's level. <laughs> I think it's just based it's,
1: on level. It's probably level. Plus, you can keep your characters from dying. Like there's an act you have control over it if you don't suck. So, mm. um, and and also when your characters do die, you don't need any healing ma- uh, any revive magic
0: or anything. You can just use a healing spell and that brings them back. Mm. Right, because it's just based on their mat. It's based on their HP. You just re- cover their HP, of course. Yep. The max HP is what handles death.
1: It's, it's a bunch of neat little rules that are different from what you'd expect in normal RPGs. And that's, and that's fun, I think. And it actually takes the time to teach you how a lot of it works. Um, I, yeah, I it... engaged with most of it. I engaged with almost all of it. The one thing that I didn't understand was that every skill levels up along three different formation tracks, depending on what formation you're in when you used it. Oh, Lord. And, and that I just kind of ignored. <laughs> that you. feels weird and systemsy for the sake of being systemsy. Yeah, but in a game full of weird systems for the sake of systems, most of them I engaged with and cared about. Right, like, that was the one where I just didn't really worry about it. Mm. Um, most of it was relevant the whole game, and that's cool. I think because mm. um, that's the game is is learning these systems and learning how to bend them to your advantage, um, and you. The, there's this strong theming around the the setup is just like you're in a world where the sky it's perpetually raining, perpetual rain,
0: <laughs> perpetually gray skies. It takes Wall- place in the,
3: Seattle. The
0: world is walled <laughs> off and isolated Every like every region is isolated and walled off. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You're all living under the tyrannical demon rule of demons with an A. Um and you're basically humans are just at the bottom of this social totem pole. And it's just like a very like it's kind of a standard cool fantasy setup of this is a bad scene. Everyone is oppressed and it sucks and now we're going to try to And your to girl just chase. wants to see the sky and she just wants to see a blue sky. Um, it's very much, it's exactly like Dragon Quarter or Mistborn or anything in that In that, it's about seeing a blue sky specifically, but also in every other way um, so that that's a nice setup to me, that immediately resonates because it's like it's instant drama of like, okay this is a bad situation, I want to get them out mm-hmm. um, and an hour into Alliance Live, that is a very good stake-setting clim- climactic moment. Um, where it actually contextualizes. I think I praised it on the Soxcast when I started the game. Yeah. Because um, it actually incorporates a mechanic from Saga, but actually, like, imbues it with narrative weight. Yeah. Which those games don't do very often. Nope, not mm-hmm. at all. Um, <laughs> those games don't really do story. They're about Aww. just enjoying the game, and I respect that. Alliance Lab has a story that Damn. he cares about.
0: Yeah. They, they, I mean, the saga games also have their, they they handle story differently. They, they they it's all about subtext for saga. It's not about the actual text that you're being delivered. <laughs> yeah, it depends
1: on the game. Like saga one is probably is pretty loaded. Um, mm-hmm. Saga two gets pretty silly in comparison, and then a lot of the and then Romantic saga two is pretty loaded, but it it kind of
0: alternates. Like saga frontier is just like,
1: eh, we made a bunch of these little stories. I
0: don't know. So- love- one of them is going to be the story about a Sentai hero taking on the evil organization. One of them's the a robot. Other one's, one's a robot. One's about a little animal boy who wants to gather the seven, gather the rings to hopefully nothing bad happens and that happens.
1: And one has no story or ending,
3: and that's the one Polly plays. Yep. <laughs> Lucky me. I pulled. I pulled. I, I won the lottery on that one. Great video game.
0: Copyright 1997. One's about. One's about a girl running away with a vampire's bride. That's real good. While the other other brides...
3: Like, I wish I would have played a Celis' story.
0: Yeah.
1: God, I can't wait to play more of that. So, this doesn't do that. It has a story, and it basically presents it well the whole time. Like, every... It has a handful of, like, big set pieces. Like, one where you're protecting a castle, um, from a demon army. And it actually... it'll, It'll split the party. Like, Trails would do it in third a couple times. Um... And it'll have these dramatic set pieces where you are like protecting this castle as like the enemy is encroaching. It's very much like that that Final Fantasy IV February thing. Mm. It's got moments like that that land really. There's
0: a, a- Alliance Alive how it, the Alliance Alive how it starts too, like each for the first couple of chapters you actually switch party members yes uh, from different groups. Oh.
1: The the whole first 10 chapters of it, has, it it actually structures as chapters, where a chapter is like twenty to thirty minutes, so it actually is like a book um, mm-hmm. instead of there being five chapters or whatnot. Um, but like the first like eight hours of the game, it's jumping between three different groups of people across this whole world as they come together and separate, and it's a very and then it climaxes with them all beating together at once and then fighting this one overarching enemy that's been building up. And it's very well done. I was just mm-hmm. like extremely impressed with how well they handled it. Um, and I think it has got
0: quite a that. big cast as well yeah. uh, for a game like for a game like this too. Um, they're but... mostly
1: they're pretty thinly sketched. They're mm-hmm. they're
0: light. Mm-hmm. It's not trails. There's a little girl with a duck robot. She's okay. Very good. <laughs> Look, I had to get red on this somehow. That's how you do it. <laughs> That's how you do
3: it. She's robot. very. There's a What's genius the robot
1: twa- duck do? The ro- it's a d- giant duck shaped mech and it's called the okay. Swamp Song. Okay. There's a twelve. yeah, she's the twelve year old genius inventor who helps who creates the duck robot and then helps you in a build get the airship ultimately spoilers. Um, it's a bunch of little things like that. It's just a nice story. Um, and then it has a handful of like optional challenges, optional bosses and dungeons. Mm-hmm um which i was gleefully engaging with because i had such a, was having such a nice time with the game i just did everything i could find there are three optional party members i've got all of them um i beat all the bosses and yeah i just kept playing for the game having a good time and i got to the ending and the final and the final dungeon is like three screens long and then i beat the fir- the penultimate boss before it attacked me and <laughs> then i beat the final boss really 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 quickly <laughs>
0: Well, nice. In, oh. uh, again, this game, like, like I said, this game is sort of easy. Oh, it's in very way. easy. But it sounds like Compared John
4: to...
2: massively over-leveled doing all the side stuff. Yeah, I did. I just felt like I, I.
1: It was my timer was under thirty hours. I just okay. Yeah, like all it did. Like I thought that okay, I, I was just about just strong enough to beat these optional bosses. Like that's mm-hmm. where it was. I was just strong enough to comfortably fight these hard enemies. Like that was. They were at. The level I would expect the game to be at, I would want the game to be at for its story enemies, mm-hmm. and then I'd want the final boss to be harder than that. But it turned out the optional bosses were much harder than the final boss, and I was like, yeah. "Oh,
0: yeah." But the um, uh, this game definitely wants you, wants to tell its story.
4: So yeah, it wants
0: it wants a player to get through that story and you know have that nice ending as well too. And when you have the saga mechanics, all, you know the similar saga mechanics, that can be sort of difficult. for Those some aren't people. conducive yeah. to
3: getting through stories. <laughs> It's pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty blue balled Pretty felt pretty blue ball
1: though. I was oh. really because that's what that's what saga does is that it has a balls hard final boss and you feel really good when you beat it. And this one is just well, you
0: did also no. just replay Romantic Saga* 2. Mm-hmm. I know. Had that,
1: you had that very specific final boss. <laughs> I'm I'm like well, I felt like with *Romancing Saga* 2, I felt like I tapped into about fifteen percent of the game's system's potential, mm-hmm. and then I and I barely beat the final boss. Right. But and then I felt one, like this
0: game taught you me you everything. with, the, like, 80%, 90% of the mechanics. Right. Yeah. Ah. So, I was disappointed by that. I felt... Uh, I wanted it to be harder. Well, for those, you know, with Alliance Alive, hopefully more people play this, because it just came out on PS4. Yep. And yeah, it just got the HD Switch release. And PC.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so as, as, a, as a Saga it. fan... I was a little, I was disappointed by the ease there, and I immediately did go grab Legend of Legacy because I I saw people com- I read reviews and people were complaining about all the things <laughs> that made me sound really excited. I like it when people uh, complain I, I about the things that make me happy. <laughs> yeah, it's just like oh, <laughs> shit, there's what there's literally like a kotak piece. Alliance uh, Legend of, Legend of Legacy does not live up to its to its pedigree, <laughs> and it listed every single thing it listed it was like there's no story. You just go out into this big open world and do whatever you want. And I was like oh you ever play no. Play soccer game.
3: <laughs> uh, and then it's so
1: hard oh what am i going to do
3: no it's kataku they only play titty games so they obviously have never <laughs> played saga <laughs> so i was so i was pleased to
1: hear that like okay maybe this one is the one that, and also they both have great music they have a great
0: oh, aesthetic oh. and a great ambiance I, I probably like legend of legacy soundtrack more but yeah it's it's real good it's the for Legend of Legacy at least, it's the Final Fantasy Thirteen composer, right? Yeah, it's the Hamaozu. Yeah. He did Saga yeah. Two, he did Final Fantasy Thirteen series. Great. And uh, um, I'm a, I'm a convert.
4: I didn't uh, get Unlim- I didn't like Unlimited him
0: Saga.
1: Yeah, and Unlimited Saga. Unlimited I, I, Saga I,
0: has a fantastic soundtrack yeah. too,
1: so So I didn't like him at first. I was like, these don't have like the beep boop. Happy melodies <laughs> that I like in my RPGs. I like the Nobu Matsu like super melody thing that I can just hum to myself. But mm-hmm. he he does more ambient stuff that actually sticks with me yeah. that I actually like. Um, so yeah, I really like this game. Like even if I was disappointed by it not wanting me to push it as hard as it was, it's sort of a baby's first saga.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But
1: the story is nice, and it's and it's fast. It's a twenty five hour contemporary JRPG. Which is pretty rare, I think. You don't get <laughs> it, that these no, days. It's, it's
3: really rare. You don't
0: get the, that. That's about the length of a, of a traditional RPG. Okay, if I'm playing it, I guess. And <laughs> apparently, apparently it's, I go through the games really fast.
2: Apparently,
1: yeah, so yeah. Alliance Alive moves real fast, and it's complete. It has a complete story. There's no bullshit. There's no sequel mm-hmm. these. It just is done.
0: Mm. Um, and I'm really glad that this that this came out for Switch instead of say like the Bravely games right now because yeah. I, I I like Alliance Alive. And Legend of Legacy more than the two Bravely Default games. Oh, I don't give like, a shit about I would have thought
3: <laughs> I would have thought that we would have seen HD versions of the Bravely Default games way before we would have seen one of fucking Alliance Alive. Right. Like, <laughs> the how did were, Alliance I, I, Alive? How is that the one they picked? I don't understand. they were I'm, like, this has an audience that ha-
2: nobody's played this game, so yeah.
0: Yeah, it, was really it, it, late it came in out in the, 2000. Um, it came out in America in 2018. Yeah. So, like it's, I a, had, it's a very it's an earlier game from 2018, but nobody played it. I had literally never heard of it until John
2: started yelling about it.
0: It came out for 3DS in 2018 when everybody was complaining about games coming out for 3DS in
2: 2018. Oh, oh like, that 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 is what <laughs> happened to this
4: game.
0: Yeah.
2: So I, I'm actually,
0: really glad yeah. it's come out to you know come out again and more people can. Finally, play it and finally <laughs> stop racking up for your games because they're not that bad, people. <laughs> stop what? I, uh, for uh, the uh, developer of this, everyone complains about. I, I see a lot of complaints about this developer.
1: What else they, a, have they um, made?
0: Like, Legend I... um, of Legacy, um, Caligula Effect. Is like Caligula one.
3: Effect just seemed boring. Really, didn't That's
0: it... a weird game. It right? just
3: seemed a, like it seemed like it had ideas but didn't know how to execute on any of them.
0: Uh, come okay. back to the Uncle Gila effect, I'll Okay, so they're up. they're um developed they're, like the game
1: was developed by Cattle Call. It was published by Furry. Cattle Call.
0: Yeah. So yeah. their actual work is
1: basically like this. They did Legend of Legacy and Alliance Alive. Like this is a that's their big uh,
0: yeah that piece thing. Everyone complains about Furry as a uh, as a publisher, and then mm-hmm. in America, Atlas published Alliance Alive first. NIS just published the new release. Mm. Just kind of weird. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm trying to figure out what else they what else they did. I think Ark the Lad. Yeah, was, I'm looking at, at was the movie, ago, Ages
0: ago. The old, like the other, like the newer Arc the Lad games, like the PS2 ones. Yeah, yeah. not okay. that. God, it's like the sixth game. All right, so there's a bunch of older Arc
1: the Lads that they didn't touch. Weird. <laughs> there's a lot of Ark There's a lot of Arc. Yeah, the that Lad
2: was here. a PS1 game. Yeah. Mm.
1: So, yeah, that this Cattle Call is the big is the big one. Yeah,
0: cattle. Those. Yeah, Cattle Call is the developer. Yeah, you're right. Great name. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for for you, not ideafuck. <laughs> not idea factory. <laughs> um, so I really like that. And that's all I I think that's what I said. That's what I had to say on it on the matter. I, I'm very happy it got released, like re released right after I finished. I was just like, Hey, brand new thing. Take a gander. Yep. It's a nice More store.
0: it's and, yeah. It,
1: and it's accessible to Dumb babies who don't like hard games. <laughs> dumb babies who only want games on the Switch. Dumb baby, it, it's the per. It's a girl. It's the perfect dumb baby game. I think it, it's a very good <laughs> baby's first saga. Like I think that's <laughs> this is a way in for a lot of people that that it's going to treat them a lot better than if they download fucking Romantic saga three when that comes out next month yeah that's gonna be
3: next month. i'm waiting <laughs> for the takes fun. on that i'm waiting for the takes on that when it comes out cannot oh wait my God, it's gonna be so basic yep yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's miserable. gonna be a bunch of basic bitch ass opinions <laughs> and i'm here for it uh, oh,
0: oh. oh i've never played romantic saga three so i'm 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 excited
2: i'm really pumped
0: too i'm excited
2: too is that the one getting like the full remake yeah Oh no, it's
0: it's the same it's the same oh.
2: level
1: as Romancing saga 2. Well it's it's, it's, it's still mm. a whole full kind of punched up remake yeah. of it though. The whole the environment the environment art's all different. they got a, added a bunch of animations to the sprites. It's a big it's a, definitely a remake. Yeah, it's uh, and like I, I definitely well, prefer I, don't the, know.
0: I prefer this sort of touch up than say like the Final Fantasy mobile ports. Blech. I think the romantic saga stuff looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, the romantic it's, it's, saga stuff I really like the good. aesthetic.
1: Yeah. They have, like, these 3D rendered environments, but with 2D sprites, and I think that looks yeah. way better than the, than the like, the tilt, Mode 7 tilted with way too high res Dragon Quest thing. Yeah, it,
0: the blurred, the, uh, oh, I the, hate blur, it. The, blur, yeah. the blur. Oh, I just hate it. I don't like it either. Yeah, I
1: played the Romancing Saga 2 on my mobile twice, and the new one, the new RS3 has the same
0: aesthetic, so nice. I'm here for it.
4: hmm Yeah. All
3: right. Well Alright, uh uh I guess we'll throw to Rhett Rhett do you have anything that Tom might <laughs> want to talk about while he's here? Yeah, sure. Alright, uh, alright.
0: Tom, stick around. Alright, I'm sticking around. Uh I've been uh, playing Do people like me? I haven't I haven't been checking the <laughs> I love
3: you. I love you personally. Chat's a little yeah, slow right.
0: today.
2: <clears throat> uh so I think it was just last episode I mentioned I had finished Xenoblade mm-hmm. and I decided to do something real silly. <laughs> i decided to start playing xenoblade
3: chronicles 2 you jumped right into this fucking thing which i was just like what like cool. it, you sounded real done with rpgs for the year when, i did when because you probably you you you've you've hit a lot of the big ones this year right and and then you and i and then you finish... I finished
2: the trails trilogy i finished uh xenoblade <laughs> one obviously And I took a little break, you know. I did Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney, which was pretty long. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, Xenoblade Two, let's go. Oh wow. That's kind of the last big check mark. Like, can't do one without the other. But now that oh, there's that DLC for this one that I'm like, kind of getting a little exhausted.
3: (laughs) So, (laughs) can wait a little while on that. Tell us about X C Two systems. Hey, this game's got
2: tons of them. This game's got fucking systems out of the wazoo for some reason. (laughs) So it's really weird jumping into this one having just finished Xenoblade, like, barely a month prior, Uh basically. So, like, there's things about the combat where I'm talking, like, the first opening minutes of the game where you're like, oh, like, there's a little bit of impact when Rex swings his sword and hits the enemy. Mm -hmm. That's good. Yeah, because... (laughs) The first it's game not, had none of that! It's not completely weightless like the first one was. Uh, there's that system where certain attacks will make an enemy drop an HP potion, which mm-hmm. you then have to run over
3: and get, which is a little weird. I think it's a good way to kind of keep you topped off, yeah. it's a smart It's a smart alternative to having a healer only be a healer.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: But then there totally
3: is just but a healer character. then there totally character. is a healer character. Because, they, I mean, you have to have one, basically. <laughs> but yeah. But the healer is capable of attacks. And I think yeah. that keeping a healer attacking most of the time in a game like this, that's already really fucking slow. I think having those health potions keeps things sped up, rather than having to wait on a healer that is not doing damage, but still continuously yeah. healing the party. So I think because you smart. have to...
2: It's funny because your auto attacks charge up all your skills, so yeah. you have to
3: attack in order to heal.
2: Yeah, and then when you're running after those potions, mm-hmm. you're not attacking. So it's an interesting right. system, but so like, but again, jumping from Endgame Xenoblade One to this, it felt really basic for the first couple hours, mm. and then you start unlocking chains,
3: and Jesus, that's where the, the the weird shit starts coming in.
2: This is where the fun starts so, happening. It's good. It's fun, but it's like. There's something weird about this game where it's like, it seems like specifically designed to just hit pleasure centers in your brain,
4: <laughs> without ac-
3: without actually really being deep. Wait, are we already talking about Pyra's tits? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, you said pleasure senses in your brain, okay, and that's I all mean, I've ever I... heard you talk about with this game. So,
2: like, you do these chains, and you're you know you're watching the elemental charts that it shows you, and you're going for those three chains, and then just like the third one is basically just fucking fireworks going off. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, and then like this big six-digit number flashes on the screen, and there's a freaking announcer in this game. Who I swear I to god love it.
3: I swear to god it's the same announcer from Sonic uh, Colors.
4: <laughs> god, it
3: really <laughs> might be. It sounds it's like re- it. It's so, the moment the
0: announcer came on, uh, for when I started playing Nintendo yeah. 2, I was just reminded of one specific game, and it's Baten Kaitos 2, who also has an announcer yep. during battle. That's also a Monolith
2: Soft game, so... Oh, okay. So, go. this isn't a thing... This is kind I mean, of I guess like they a... invented it.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no. The, this is not the only... It's not the first time Monolith Soft They've has an
3: announcer it. in battle. But
2: they didn't... As far as I know, the first game definitely does not have anything like that. So, no. it's definitely a... there's. This game is a very different tone than the original. Oh
3: yeah, this this game's yeah. tone is decidedly more, and I don't mean this in a bad way. It's way more anime than the original. It's
2: way more anime. <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad I, like, way. This is my this
0: was kind of my um, observation when I first played through the game. I, I told myself, "No, this is not exactly Xenoblade. This is Grandia." Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, that's definitely. Uh, the tone. And I
0: think I like it more, and I like it more
3: hmm. than Grand than Xenoblade
0: One. I, I, oh, I, I love Xenoblade 2 way more than Xenoblade 1. Mm. Oh, uh, I, couldn't, I, couldn't, I knew you had a take there. I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, I, I like Xenoblade 2 way more than Xenoblade 1.
2: Mm. Okay. Hmm. There is something about the first game that is compelling, but also not compelling enough for me to not take five years to finish
3: it. It's compelling for me in the right. sense that I like Monolith a lot. A lot, you know, like, three of their games mean a whole shitload to me, so it really bums me out that I fucking don't like Xenoblade
4: Chronicles.
3: (laughs) It's the combat, right? Yeah, it's just, like, it's so It's
2: so slow. Yeah. But, like, there's something about that first game that is still really compelling, and, like, the way, the whole setting of that game is just amazing. Yeah, the setting of that
3: game is amazing. (laughs) I love the story in that game, too. Like, it's great, but, like, having to play it is the problem. I know.
2: But, like, I I feel like the second... I'm kind of jumping all over the place. I feel like something was lost in the second game with them being, like, small... The Titans are way smaller, obviously, and you never get quite that sense of living on a huge creature like you do in the first game. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the later areas just really kind of wing it and not give a shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, I don't know, we're in a snow area now. We're Stomach? I don't know. He's just hollow inside. <laughs> like, they they do way less to kind of contextualize where... In these creatures you are, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's, sometimes there's this kind of these abrupt transitions into places. Mm-hmm. Like there was one part where I'm just like getting on a military boat, and then it's just, yeah, yeah, it's like I get on a boat and then it just fades to black, and then it fades up, and I'm in the new area, and I'm just like, oh, you guys couldn't have put a little cutscene there, like introducing it, and then I walk like ten feet forward. And there's a little cutscene introducing it. <laughs> but, like, if they had just shown the boat flying up to it, like, to show a little bit just of context. Just a little I don't
3: know. bit of an establishing mm. shot.
2: Yeah. Like, it. it's so weird, because this game is incredibly p- gorgeous and pretty. Oh, yeah. But, like, and some of the cutscenes are, like... So, like, I praised the cutscenes in the first game as being, like, maybe the best I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that was probably because... You wouldn't expect that from a Wii game. Yeah, obvious. And like that that level of lip sync and that level of animation and motion and just how nuts that game gets towards the end. Mm-hmm. This game definitely has that level of cutscene detail as well, though. But it's way more anime, basically.
3: Yeah, like the colors are way more vibrant. Things are popping out a whole lot yeah. more in that game's visual yeah. presentation.
2: Yeah, so that's what I was saying about the combat, where it's like when you do those three chains and like the huge number pops up, and then you just press start to do the big three attacks thing Mm -hmm. which is like way more of a win button than it was in the first game like the first game had something similar that would be pretty good but this game it's just like yeah you're gonna kill the enemy and then you're gonna go into a mode called overkill Overkill and then it's gonna kill (laughs) where you're just just gonna do like a whole nother loop or two and just keep (laughs) killing it just to see how high we can get this this game is numbers going up yeah yeah like the first time you hit you know like six digits on a combo you're just like oh okay so like combat just kind of for me just becomes like rush your combos and then rush the triple thing that yeah i don't know the name of anything in this game because there's so much so like there's this whole there's lots of systems in this game one of them is like pouch items oh yeah yeah i found one thing that i liked and i've used it the entire game <laughs> mm. <laughs> because you know i mentioned earlier that auto attacks fill up your skills yeah there's a pouch item, and you can get a bunch of them early that are that will just auto regen them slowly over time without oh, attacking. Oh yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. It's,
2: yeah. Okay, it's really good because then you're knocking off skills constantly, which is you know filling your elementals real quickly. Mm-hmm. So it all it keep feeding into you get to the big damage numbers way faster. Yeah. And boy, uh, <laughs> I'm getting towards the late game. Pira right now is doing the big numbers. <laughs> She's, like, doing six digits by herself now, ending a combo. And I'm just like, okay. Like, I know people have mentioned to me, you'll hit the million soon. And it's yeah. like, yeah,
3: I can see that coming. Her damage is dummy thick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, basically, I'm at the point where nothing is living long enough to really crush it.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Needing yeah.
2: to do a million damage. But I'm sure I'll get there soon. Oh,
3: you'll get two enemies that yeah. require that.
0: <laughs> You're... Yeah, you're you're getting to my favorite part of the game. So, oh yeah, you said you're in chapter. I think you said before you're in chapter eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've, you're you're I've, at freaking part another
1: another long chapter game instead of taking the wise path of twenty minute chapters.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like chapter seven is where that game starts really flying, and then it's pretty much yeah. real good the rest of the way. Yeah. That means
0: you've had the uh, you had the one Malos fight already. Then
2: right?
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, you realize what skills he was using, right? Oh yeah,
2: I di- I saw that. I mean, we're getting slightly to spoiler territory. So I looked at him and went, "Oh, that kind of looks like." And then he starts using these skills, and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a- we're doing I- this. I'll now. leave
0: that. I'm not going to go any further there. But yeah, I-, I-, that was- I thought that was a very very good
2: kind yeah. of uh That was like the first fight I had a lot of trouble with in a while because I did a lot of side stuff, and I ended up I yeah. ended up like level fifty on my main party, well, about, okay, and, then okay. I went, and then I jump back to the main story. No, this was, like, in Chapter 4, though. Oh, oh,
4: in Chapter 4. And then four, I, jumped to
2: the, I jumped back to the main story, and everything is, like, level 36, and I'm just, like, breezing through it, and I'm like, I should probably mainline the story for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I just mainline yeah. the story, and then I get to that fight, and it's like, okay, finally, something's kicking my ass. I, I, as well,
0: too, I, I like the side content in Xenoblade 2 way more than one. Like, I, I like the quest in Xenoblade 2. <laughs> All right. Like way more than one. Ugh. I mean like I still think they're
2: all bad. <laughs> so They're they're better in Xenoblade 2. They're better because Xenoblade 1s are such absolute dog <laughs> shit. Yeah,
3: like they're the they not... Yeah, they are the most basic ass
0: quests that you Kill these four mon- kill these four yeah. monsters. Kill these three monsters. Kill these two monsters. Yeah, at least you don't have to go back
2: yeah, and report it. <sighs> <sighs> That's all it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the hilarious thing in Xenoblade 1 is when, you know how, Re- I almost said Rex, Shulk has that foresight, mm-hmm. so like, you'll just pick right. up random items and it'll fade to a thing like, oh, we got those four bionic blah blah blahs for Colony 6, and I'm just like, yeah, no, I'm not actually doing that quest, fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm not the way, actually
0: doing that,
2: sorry. <laughs> yeah, the way you kept kept betting these premonitions of like, quests you're not gonna do into the <laughs> a super late game was funny to me, but it's just like, oh... The game is just letting you know, hey, I've still got all these collection quests for you. You're just like, nah, so like,
0: I'm
3: good,
2: I'm good.
0: i like, fun. I know one person who 100% did Xenoblade One.
3: Ugh.
0: I know one person. I know. I never this want to speak world, to them uh, again.
3: 100%. Yeah, like well, we may know something. the only two people in the world that have ever done it because I know somebody that 100% did it as well. All right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How do you feel about blade quests, Rhett?
2: I actually finished one earlier that was all right. Mm-hmm. It's
3: not the Ursula one. The uh, Ursula yeah, one I was eight. about to say, it's not, I know it's not the Ursula
4: one.
2: Uh, she was one of the first blades I rolled, and then I'm like, okay, uh, she seems pretty good. People online really like her. Oh, they really don't like her quest. I wonder, oh my god. <laughs> like, it seems good at first, or not, seems tolerable at first, mm-hmm. and then you're like, oh wait, literally 99 times on each? Like, yeah. This literally takes 16 hours of mercenary quests if you rush. <laughs> like what? What in the world? Just, so I I got I've actually managed to get her to like the second to last affinity ring. Mm. So I'm just I'm stopping there. Just that like, we're
3: good. We're good. I can't. And I'm, I might not even actually I think I probably will use her in the end game. But uh this guy, you should look at how he grinded in dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball.
4: <laughs> He's not a burst of grinding, but
3: and this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous
2: because <laughs> you don't even get titties in this one. <sighs> There's the thing about this game well, where it, it it has very modern video game systems. Like the whole blade summoning thing is just a gotcha. It's system. a gotcha. It's
0: straight out of gotcha. It's
2: straight gotcha. It's the one thing
0: in the game I don't like. I, I'll admit I, I don't like the blades. It. I like it. In that somewhat... I'm okay with. Though. You don't have to pay for it.
2: That that's at I least. Mean, I, that. wo- I wonder if they were like, oh, oh, going to do they that, probably... and then it, and then Nintendo was like, "Fuck off." Only Cause... we can charge, can make people gamble. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think they would be like, if this was a mobile game, sure, but yeah. not on our home consoles. Yeah, you don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds about right. Like I think the idea of. Everyone who plays through this game will have a slightly different party, is kind of interesting. Yeah, but then there are so many just rando junk blades. Oh yeah, that Way I just don't give a shit They're about.
0: They're Randomly generated too, I believe. Right. Oh,
2: there. So there's a there's an event viewer in this game where you can view all the cutscenes, which is great because I'm not sure the first game had that. Mm-hmm. And not only can you view all the cutscenes, you can view them in like every possible connotation. Where like, oh, it was sunny. Oh, it was raining. Weather rain. effects. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you can change the weather in daytime, which is really neat. That's And then cool. you can you can rewatch all the blade summonings, mm-hmm. including the randos. Wow! So you can be like, oh, I want to summon a dude with an axe with like face three of four with voice eight of nine wow. with like this element, right. and it's, so so you can you can see the, like the randomization elements that are present there and mm-hmm. you can make all of them. They probably, like, ran that and just generated names yeah, for all of them. that's just nuts. I had one Blade say, hey, well, hey, I'm back, because probably, I think I'd let them go. <laughs> but, like, there is a finite number of them. I live, <laughs> so, bitch! <laughs> so they're just like, I'm back. All I
0: know is I am I was working on a second playthrough for, just as a fun thing. I'm still trying to roll Cosmos. Cosmos. Oh, God. I have Telos. I have Telos
2: this is good. I still have like at least fifteen probably left, so I'm not anywhere near.
0: everyone says plus, they add more blades for you to get to, and they're fun, they're, they're fun. Uh, they're the uh, I don't know if I want to say which blades they are in the new game plus. Mm. Oh, but, uh, they're all. The fun. D-
2: do you need the DLC? You don't need the DLC for this. Oh, okay.
0: Um, you get you get the torna blades. Oh okay. okay okay as party members and they're fun they're they're fun to use
2: so it's not it's not story related or anything it's no. just a fun thing for new no game it's plus. not it's, yeah. it, it's new game plus it's really so, uh, so the the other thing that drives me nuts about the blade system is that how it's it's all random but they are bound to the character that rolls them yeah, that's real dumb. And the worst part about that is there's this item called Overdrive, which will let you swap them once that are incredibly rare. Mhm. Like, you get
0: a couple of the DLC, I
2: think. And then you can pay if you want, like, 15 more. Ugh. I've had two the entire game. Wow. So knowing that if you buy the season pass, you get 15 more, that's real mean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: that's real fucked up. That's real Gen shitty. 20.
2: That's real shitty. So, like, that killed me because I kept rolling healers on Rex and I didn't want him as a healer. Uh, and I kept, and I kept oh. rolling attackers on Mia. And I'm oh, like, this geez. is the worst. And then I, on the last other party members, I actually got pretty decent luck, but. So they actually got, rolled their damn class, basically.
3: And it's real shit because the game auto saves when you roll them. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. just like, it's like these systems that don't need to be like this for a single player game. Yeah. Though, right as
0: well, at the point of the game you're, you're at right now, you're not worried about Rex's blades.
3: No, I'm
2: not.
0: At all, so you're fine.
2: <laughs> but I, I used two overdrives to move two of Rex's healers over to Nia, because I was like, she can't just have yeah. this dude with an axe the whole game. She needs something that can heal besides her default one. So that's how I got kind of
4: hooked.
2: I gave her Ursula, so that's why I'm fucking hooked into that goddamn quest, no matter how bad Ooh. it is. <laughs> yeah. There's because also everyone's... a
0: couple of uh there's a couple of store there's also a couple of cores you get just based on, you know, what story and what quest you do. Yeah. And those are guaranteed blades. Yeah. Yeah. For that. I, so I've you also... can sort of you, you can pull those as well too, like the twins. Uh the twin blades, you can pull them to you whatever character you want. Um you yeah, can pull I... over uh the the axe the uh, the big guy you fight in the caves over to uh another, you know, whatever character you want as well. So there are there there are yeah. set in stone choices you can have too.
2: Yeah, basically for Rex I just had to use that one you get that what's the Wolfric, I think.
0: Wolfric, okay.
2: Yeah, I use him on Rex because I'm like Rex has no attackers besides, you know, the story ones. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think my problem is I needed Nia to attack for a little bit sometimes, so I actually gave her Wolfric. Uh,
2: interesting. I like p- keeping people, you know, kinda in one role, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I kind of just let the game go. I didn't look at anything playing through, and just like, okay, yeah. let's see what happens. See what
2: mistakes. Oh, I got can it. Make. Yeah, you. I for the for the course that are set, I look because I'm like, fuck it. it it's gonna yep. auto save as soon as you open it. Yeah. Uh, the one I looked and then I forgot and then I gave it to the fifth party member. It was the one that you have to buy for half a million. Okay. <laughs> and then it was a girl in a bathtub. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay i was like yeah
3: sure why not
2: (laughs) oh she she is so bad when you're running around in the field if she's in in the party Mm -hmm. she's the view blocker yeah she's because she's just huge yeah i have another one that's uh just it's basically this big green orb and he just he blocks the view (laughs) it's great (laughs) you can't see shit Great. Some of the blades in this are real dumb. Like, uh, Polly, I showed you that one. That's the Ice Lady. Yeah,
3: we with... know the Ice lady is really. Oh stupid. my god! I
2: I start so again. That was like the fourth healer I'd rolled on Rex, and I was just like, "Yep, sure, of course, sure. Oh, of every course. single one goes to him."
3: Oh, sh- she's hideous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't even have a spine.
2: <laughs> Doesn't have. She's just a ball of boobs.
3: Yep. They were like. <laughs> we're... We're gonna make a character that looks Pyra
2: look reasonable. Yeah, like that was that's what they set out to that's do. That's how
3: they. That's how you take the heat off Pyra. Is you just make someone that's you make someone fifty way times worse, worse which is <laughs> incredible. Someone at Vanilla designed this girl. Oh, I don't know if you're joking or not. You're probably joking. It doesn't quite I, I, look like that style. I I, it doesn't look like that style. It's just they it, the <laughs> boob size yeah. really is. You know, that's their thing. It's a lot.
4: It's a lot.
2: So, there's the blade gotcha, and then there's the timers. So there's a yeah. system in the game where you can send your extra blades, because you'll have a lot of them. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you're rolling, like, 20 randos to one good one. There's a system where you can send them out on, like, little excursions and missions. It's, like, s- literally straight out of Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, the later ones. Yeah. And the thing about that, so it's like, oh, they'll be back in 50 minutes. And I'm like, cool. And I close the game. Whoops. And then I open the game back up. uh, It's game time. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? It runs in real time with the game.
3: Yeah. It's real terrible. So that's.
2: Ugh. I just don't get that. So that has led me to just kind of idling this game a lot. If I'm not doing something, I'll keep the damn game open. Yep. So I have over 100 hours now. Yep,
3: that's basically how everybody which, I know that's played that game ended up with 100 hours. Oh,
2: God, I have done yeah horribly stupid yeah. things. I have, like, taken my Switch out, because it's a horrible system. I take the Switch to work, play it on break, and then leave it open in its case, <laughs> or leave it on, on in the case, so that it gets just a little 15 minutes more off those timers, because eventually (laughs) eventually it'll go to sleep, but for 15 minutes it'll be like, hmm, you're paused here, but I'll keep ticking. It's like Bitcoin mining. Yeah, it it really is. (laughs) is. Got and uh, it's just really stupid. And that's what makes... The worst is the Ursula quest, because her timers are 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. You have to keep going in there. uh, Like, 99 times, three times. That's real shit! Not, not quite as bad as that, because some of eventually start getting two stamps per thing. But the fact that it's instead of just having like a three-hour quest, it's just you have to keep doing those goddamn menus over and over. And it's
0: ten minute in, in that yeah. ten-minute in, interval. Yeah, so. I, I didn't get Ursula until that New Game Plus start, mm. so it was a, that was a... Oh,
4: awesome. so these no. Are all,
1: these are all, like, MMO... Mechanics, right? Where the idea is yeah. to get you, because I've gotten a little snippet of that getting back into a gotcha game. Just yeah. like all these systems about getting you to play every day and getting you to do these, and just getting that kind of weird kind of brain candy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It weird. It's weird because I don't know why this game needs it at all.
1: Yeah.
2: Like, I, it's it's a good way. Oh, and then there's field skills, and then
3: oh, all that. of that shit.
2: Yeah. Like, I haven't had any trouble because, well, I i mean, I guess I have had trouble because the first few times I reached one, I would just, like, stop the main story and just focus on Go getting that for that. the next five hours. Yay. Oh, God, there was <clears> one <throat> where it's like, oh, if only you had Ice Mastery level three or whatever, and I'm like, oh, I've only got level one. Well, if I just send these two characters out on mercenary missions, eventually they might hit level three together. Yeah. So I basically stood there for four hours <laughs>
3: uh, waiting. <laughs> and I think I did do it. This is the kind of shit it. that it's just like I can't with this fucking series. Every just... time I, I ran into a situation like that I was like, okay,
0: what what common blades do I have? Okay, what skills do you have? Okay, I'm just going to make a party and see if I can just get it added up just right. Yeah. So, and I think that's basically, I think it's basically how I got through each one.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that's what you have to do. You're party switching constantly but it's like oh this blade has the potential to learn level three but they're only level two yet and you're just not quite there well i'll just i'll send him on a mercenary missions you know oh he's he'll be he'll be back in 40 minutes okay i'm gonna go watch simple (laughs) gear i just leave the game open (laughs) and then i'll come back 40 minutes later and be like oh he didn't learn it okay send him back again god Uh, i was like okay all right (laughs) i've done this before yeah, so yeah. basically I grinded so many blades early on that I haven't had any troubles in a while, which is good. Yeah. Because I, I, oh my god, I started a spreadsheet on Rex for like, okay, he's got two of every element. Eventually they'll, they all have the potential to learn level three elements and like, da-da-da, and like, okay, I've got these skills and these skills and eventually I realized it didn't really matter that much. Holy yeah. shit, though. It's very silly. The worst is just having to go into those menus and like, little things like when you select a character the first option is to level up their weapons instead of switch their blades and I just think I'm switching blades so much that should have been the first option mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like you level, you level weapons way less frequently like it's just tiny little UI things like that where this yeah. could be a lot faster than it is and,
0: and even then your weapon levels are shared across what type of blade you have too like it's not like yeah. like what blade you have it's just yeah. what their skill is in that weapon type because each blade is their own. We- has a they're in a weapon type.
2: Yeah, except for the unique. Like, All the story blades have unique weapons though.
0: Unique, yeah, the, yeah. The story ones have unique, but
2: yeah. <laughs> but just like they're special. I, I, they're just I, special. I, I'm just bitching that I accidentally have clicked that menu like a hundred times when trying to switch blades because it's the first option. It's just, it's a little thing. Field
3: skills are bad. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah,
2: nice. Basically, this episode of the podcast, I'm just bitching about all the systems in this game, and then next week, or it's next be episode... how
3: fucking great the end
0: was! Yeah. <laughs> next, you're, you're gonna be... The the tears are gonna be coming.
2: That's yeah. All oh, say. The, the tears have already been coming. The tears have like, already chap- The cha- The end of chapter 7 into 8 was just like, oh, this game is really fucking good, huh?
3: Yeah, it goes <laughs> yeah. real hard there. Um,
2: yeah, so... I'm very excited to see where it goes now. But I, unfortunately I can't wait till the end game for you. So I've also decided to dive back into side quest hell now oh, that I'm no. kinda Well, i mean, now, I just now you're struggling. Not not so much that I'm struggling, it's that kinda now that I have the gangs back together and I can actually <laughs> There's a point in that game where you can't do a bunch of the side quests anymore because
3: yeah, because...
2: you're missing a party member and then when you get them back, you lose the rest of the party so you have to keep going. <laughs> I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, I just... you, I had all the requirements. I go talk to the guy with Ursula in the party and he, he literally disappeared in front of me because I was missing a party member and the cutscene wouldn't play without them. That's mm-hmm. really fucked up. <laughs> I was like, come on. Come on. He literally, like, faded out. Wow. Yeah, I
0: didn't leave that area until after I got the party back together. So, okay, yeah. I see.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I know, narratively, it makes no sense. Even when... Uh, there's a, So there's a part where you're by yourself pretty late. You can just fast travel out, though. It's real dumb. That's... It's okay. Dumb. It's dumb.
4: But...
2: It's dumb. It's like... Oh, you might be really screwed with this one party member if if we actually lock you in here. Yeah, but narratively it r- ruins it. Oh, not. I just I just checked to see if I could, and then I was like, oh, I shouldn't do that. that and that, then I struggled. And then I struggled through it. Cause nice. Like, yeah. Wise. So that's part one of the Xenoblade. Hey, I'm actually going to finish this one. You're probably, yeah, you're going to finish this
3: one in a decent you're, amount of time. This, yeah, yeah this, actually, this one's a lot better paced.
0: You're gonna be yeah, better paced. I, I think that well, this I think, game
3: is a lot better paced. It's a lot better paced than the first one, yeah. The first
2: one is it's the combat in the first one just not having the pretty fireworks
3: all the time. No fireworks, makes it, no impact. Nothing yeah. feels good. Nothing feels good about combat in, uh, in the first one.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: They weren't really feeling yeah,
0: it why well, i'm excited to see what exactly that xenoblade remake is going to be like it's being made on the xc2 oh. engine yeah so i'm wondering what exactly they're going to be doing ui wise and things like that
3: or if they're going to change any of the core gameplay or if it's if just they'll
0: make if they'll make the battle system not actually feel like punch like punchy yeah i
2: mean surely they can make it feel better without actually changing it yeah probably we'll, we'll i we'll mean... see we'll see it's funny though it's like you expect them to be like oh and they can remove all those fucking boring fetch quests they probably won't do that they won't because they've learned nothing they've just added more systems into every game (laughs) so that's that's xenoblade chronicles 2
3: i almost said x for some reason
2: that's not the one i played no
3: don't play that one that one's boring they went the boring. Polly, they're all I'm, a little boring. I'm going to be quiet. They're all boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's take a five-minute break. But before we do, are, are we good to let Tom go now? Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, Sorry. so <laughs> thank you for all being right. a good sport and sticking around. Um, the JRPG you're welcome.
0: There, there, were JRPG, there were JRPGs. There were a lot of JRPGs. I, I, I guess I have to be spoken to for those, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like you are kind yeah.
3: of the guy we go to for that. In That's this really industry. funny
1: that, that we had such a, a one-house relevant for all of us yeah yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. worked out really I mean, well I,
0: yeah it worked out all right so out um, for me, it was a good night to do it anyway
3: so for everyone out there in internet land that wants to keep up with what you're doing i mean especially because you know you've got a game coming up uh where can everybody on the internet land find you uh best way to find me is um
0: it's still gonna be uh, you know twitter uh jetstorm 4 mm-hmm that's me on Twitter. Um, you can find anything I make game-wise on it on my itch. That's uh, also Jetstorm Four on itch. Nice. I think John linked the uh, Moon, uh, yep. my Moon page. Yep. Give it a play. Give it a play. Right it's back. real good.
3: Yep. Cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it. All right. Thanks for stopping by, dude. We will catch Bye. you next time.
0: All right. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Right. Right. Excited to play your game.
3: that's back to Let me, me isn't it? Yeah. Hey, hey, Polly. Cool. I did a couple other things. We could talk oh, about boy. Them. We could talk about that. Oh, them. boy. I watched El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie. Oh, yeah. I did too. It's a real good movie. Is it? I think that it's a real good follow-up and a real good okay. kind of send-off to um, that series, and especially the character that centers around, Jesse Pinkman, who ended that series on what would be considered, you know, at the time, uh, it would be a high note, given that uh, just a bit, yeah. Yeah, given the, the the things that he had to endure, which this movie really is all about, yeah, goes deep into the time that he spent, kind of in the very bad situation he was in for the last two seasons of that series. Uh, oh boy, there's some real disturbing <laughs> shit. Like you bring back, they bring back a character that everybody's just like, just really you Every- the fuck out. Oh, everyone is so excited to see him again. Oh god. Just every <laughs> every second he is on screen. And he just He has these perfect reactions to everything. That's just like, man. <laughs> oh. I feel
2: I feel bad for that actor. Yeah. For how much people hate this character. Yeah,
3: but he does it so well. He's so good at being so hateable. Like, it's just like Wow like the way that character is written is unbelievable but the the way the actor sells it with his just inflection yeah. and tone and it's 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 unbelievably good uh it's good character writing it's good character acting um but yeah like I think this is a really good movie that explores a lot of that stuff and it's it's a it's a downer of a movie um even though you know jesse like by the end of it I think he gets a good conclusion but It's not one, like, you know, there's like a, sort of a scene at the start with him and uh, Mike, where it's just like, you know, I want to go somewhere and make things right, and Mike's just like, well, that's something you can never do. You can never make it right. You can get away from it, but you can never make it right. Uh, And I think that that sort of explains, like, even though Jesse ends up in a better situation by the end of the movie, it's like, what is the cost of all of that, though? Like, when you look back at everything that he's had to endure. Um... Also, shout-outs to Skinny Pete and Badger. Best friends ever. <laughs> like, I, that whole scene, I was just like, where's the shoe gonna drop? When's the shoe gonna drop? I know, right? And it was just like, no, they're just real good boys, and they really helped uh-huh. their friend in need, and that really made me happy. <laughs> but yeah, I think... was yeah, really what'd, nice. What'd you think, Rhett? I thought...
2: Mm... <laughs> It kind of felt like a long episode of the show to me. Well, yeah, or maybe like one or
3: two episodes I of the show. I think that's exactly what it was meant to be. I don't really yeah. think that it was made with a movie budget. It was made with just kind of like, hey, here's some TV money, and it's going yeah, to be it pres- it's going to be aired on A&E as a t- as, you know, a two-part uh, series, so Okay. It was good. I mean,
2: there's a few tense it's very I think it's much more low-key than the series guy. It's It's very subdued and quiet.
3: But I think that that's because with the nature of the character we're dealing with and like the mm. the the issues they're going with because there's a lot of PTSD here yeah uh, it, it's mm. just like those quiet moments are there to accentuate like the moments of when something bad might be ready to fucking happen yeah. so it's pre- it's preying on like that odd awful feeling in your gut that something's gonna go mm. wrong and then it a couple times it does a couple times it really does. Breaking Bad experience. Yeah, that's the Breaking Bad <laughs> yeah. experience. Things really go bad. Imagine that. <laughs> it's good. Uh, it's good. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. I like it though. I think it's like. I don't think they need to do anything more with that series now. It's it's oh, no. it's yeah. good.
2: Well, there's still. Well, I mean, other than Saul. Better Call yeah. Saul,
3: like you got to mm-hmm. finish that. I think they said fifth season might be the final yeah. of that one too. Yeah, I still haven't watched the fourth yet. Oh, dude, it's so good. I
2: was so. You remember how the third one ended, though.
3: Yeah, it was
2: real fucked. I was so fucking emotionally defeated by that that (laughs) I just kind of never wanted to go back in a weird way. It's man. I will see if four is on Netflix by now. I think it is because it aired last year. So I kind of figure they should have it by now, considering they're getting an exclusive
0: movie.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Better call Saul. Yeah, Um, like season four. Oh boy, prepare them feelings. It's basically. God, even season two of Better Call
2: Saul like ended on such a oh yeah. moment. Yeah, where you were so scared to go. You're so scared. It's like I'm scared to see what's next. Yeah,
3: every based episode. On
2: what just happened? Every
3: episode, you press the play button, you're just kind of like cringing a little bit because it's just like, oh, yeah. uh... like this is gonna get worse. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't get better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I kept thinking there was gonna be a tie in to better call Saul in the Breaking Bad movie.
3: I wasn't but... sure. Like I thought that they might go that way, but I wasn't sure how they would do it given where it takes place in the timeline, given that like yeah. Saul's part in that story is already over.
2: That was that was kind of the weirdest thing to me too is like having watched the series, you know, when did it end? Like season 5 of Breaking Bad. Um 2016? So it's been at least a few years. Yeah. I I've, I've rewatched this. I've rewatched the whole series since then. Yeah. Like for me, the events, the end, the end of that show was several years ago in my head. Mm-hmm. And then realizing watching this movie, like it's taking place
3: minutes immediately
2: afterwards. after. Yeah. Like it, it is taking place.
3: On. It is taking place in tandem with like the last 20 minutes of the movie. And then you roll on past that.
2: Yeah. So real, So I've had time to process how the series ended the character sure happened oh no
3: no and that's
2: that was probably one of the more interesting parts for me is like them watching the news and being like what the fuck
3: yeah yeah like those those moments were really interesting and fun though like when yeah. you did get those immediate callbacks and shit like that was like
2: yeah whew. it yeah. would be interesting to watch this like finish of watch through the series and then just immediately, immediately go into jump
3: into el camino at, as if it's, like, the last two episodes for real. Yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, it, it, yeah, it's good. Like, if you liked Breaking Bad, there's absolutely no reason. Wow, 2013 was the end of Breaking Bad. Yeah, I okay, thought a...
1: 2016 sounded way too recent. I was wow! like, That's
3: old, right? I, I knew
2: it had been in a hot minute, but I didn't want to... Wow,
3: 2013.
2: Crap. Hold on, I got, I mean, a, I got done... a
3: fork for that.
2: There we go. <laughs> That makes sense, though. They've done four seasons of Better Call Saul since then.
3: Yeah. It's just I don't really think of TV that much because I don't watch a lot of it. So this is like I, like Polly, Breaking you know Bad what? still feels recent to me because it's the last thing I really fully invested in TV wise.
2: Yeah, Polly, mm-hmm. do you know what shows I've watched since like 2000? Mm. I've watched Lost. Lost, Breaking I, Bad. <laughs> i watched
3: Breaking Bad and that's it. <laughs> and a lot of anime. Yeah, a whole shit ton of that. Yeah, I don't think any of us are like big TV folks. Nah,
2: I mean, John, you talking about the Office was out of our wheelhouse. That was way out of
3: our wheelhouse. Yeah,
2: <laughs> like one of the most mainstream possible things, and we're just like, uh huh. Like
3: the closest I got to watching the Office was like all of Parks and Rec.
2: Yeah,
1: I watched all of Parks and Rec, and that's the same. It's the same vibe. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I think it had a lot of a lot of the same appeal. Honestly, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I got through five seasons and had a good. Is just where I needed, and then mm-hmm. I stopped. Is there more? See four more seasons. Four more. Oh, and then and, and um, Steve Carell leaves like two seasons before the end.
2: Oh, I think five seasons is a nice show round number for people, shows to go out on.
1: I think so. It's not exactly a big continuity thing. I don't feel like I'm missing out on the the overall arc of the story very no, much. No,
3: and I can always return to it later. Yeah, there's always more there. It's not an obligation. It's a gift. It's a gift. <laughs> there you go. The Office. Is so yeah the breaking bad movie is great if you like the series like absolutely like you can get a free netflix subscription like i've been living (laughs) on free netflix subscriptions for like a year (laughs) nice like they just keep giving them to me i don't understand why but like i go like i'll do the trial and at the end of the trial i'll cancel two days later try netflix for free it every fucking time I always figured stuff like that—you have to put a credit card in,
2: and then if you use the same one twice, they're like, "Uh, "No, that's what I'm doing. I'm putting in the same information every time, and they keep giving it to me." That's hilarious. (laughs) I'm
1: not complaining, but obviously, but I tried to—I tried to cancel my Audible, and they were just like, "Oh, we can give you one more free, a free credit. Uh, We can give you half off for three months." Please, please 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 stay, please stay.
4: You say. I
1: only hear what I want to. <laughs> <laughs> that's a song called Stay. I I, watched, I only watched 3 seasons of Breaking Bad because I watched it when it wasn't finished. Mm. Um and it just completely oozed togetherness. Like like Wait, being, have you being very like not well, finished it? No, I didn't. Not cuz now I need to start from the beginning, I feel like. Oh, it's, I know. I, I I got I hit that line
2: where I couldn't just start from where I left off. Oh, that's that that, sucks, that's a bummer. Yeah, like Seasons three and four are so tightly together, like, kind of their one big season. Like,
3: season one, little loosey-goosey. Season two, we've really cinched up now. Yep. Season three, four, and five are just, you're not, like... Stop. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, season two and three, I watched that, and I was just like, oh, this is just great television. They just know exactly what they're doing. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant by togetherness. It's just completely together they know what they're doing
3: (laughs) but like well they knew the start and end point of that series when they started it and they did not deviate and they didn't like you know despite its successes they didn't try to like milk it they didn't go longer than they needed to Uh yeah
1: so i'm i'm when you say like yep this is just really good i'm just like yeah
2: that makes sense
3: yeah like there's absolutely no reason to not have confidence in like that property
2: or oh, yeah. pretty much anything they do, because Better
3: Call Saul is also yeah, really good. Yeah, Better Call Saul is also cool. very good. Like Vince Gilligan, John... pretty smart. Pretty smart guy. Gotta say. Yeah.
2: yeah. John at Oops. least knows who Saul is. Yeah. Saul that. is good. Saul is amazing. Yes, he's very you, fun. you wouldn't think a spin off of, of him would work, and it totally does. Yeah, it's
3: it's kinda it's kinda like uh it's kinda like I the Somnium Files in a way, where it it's funny, but it's also very, very dark.
1: Excellent.
3: Then it starts getting really, really dark. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's in a hole, and I don't know how they're getting out of it. Because <laughs> it's, oh boy. oh boy, it's real, oh man, season four goes hard. I might have to start that soon. Do it! It's good! That's one where I'm probably
1: just going to wait and finish it when it's done. Play yeah, it, Watch it when it's probably done, the, so I don't get caught in that yeah. trap again.
3: Probably the smart take. Probably the smart
4: well, take.
1: Y'all are already in it, though. So. Yeah. You would definitely start with Breaking Bad first anyways. yeah, yeah.
3: Alright, so that's that that's that. Um I played a video game. Oh boy. Y'all, um, Tell us about this video game. Uh, oh, this very positive episode. So yeah, yeah. like it, hey, it's an RPG. So it it it's <laughs> oh, is so, it though? So hey, there's 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 some synergy here going on with everything. Everybody played an RPG. Uh I played Indivisible from Lab Zero, the creators of Skullgirls, uh which was Pretty good fighting game uh, that I yeah. feel. Uh, it's a fighting game that I feel catered to a hardcore audience, but was able to pull mm-hmm. in um, an audience that, like, if you've not touched a fighter before, that game is very good at teaching you, like, the basics of how to yeah. play a fighting game. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. really good. Like, I the art is impeccable. Um,
4: yeah, Skullgirls. Pretty time, good. Being, yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. They, they did a lot of post-release stuff for that game and kept it relevant for a very long time. So They even added a guy playable character. They added a guy playable character, and <laughs> nobody got pissed off. <laughs> Which is weird when you consider that Indivisible's cast is 80% female and a bunch of people are pissed off. It's also 80% people of color. Whoops, uh-oh, can't have that mm. in video games. That's diversity. <laughs> uh, but Indivisible... Um, to just put it short, it's it's a revenge story, like I guess that's what it wants to be. Uh, you tell me if you've heard this before. You you start out in a village where you, where you live. You have a, a two minute conversation with your dad that ends in an argument. He leaves, and then you go back, and then you're you're outside the village, and you come back to your village. The village is on fire. <laughs> so oh no! it's a JRPG. Oh no, the village is on fire, and you come you go around, and you come down and. Like, Oh no! This guy you just met killed your dad. Oh no! That sucks. She killed mm-hmm. killed killed her dad right in front of her. That's awful. Oh. That's terrible. So you have a boss fight with him. You beat him. Then he he, he joins your party. <laughs> okay. So he's your slave now. Uh, no, he's just kind of the guy that joins your party, and you have happy joke fun time with him from now on. Because huh. that's how you do when somebody kills your dad. You uh, they join you two minutes after you killed their dad, and and then yeah, uh, you know, you just have a jokey fun time. You you may be seemingly mildly annoyed at him from time to time for having killed your father.
1: Does he join your party? Or does he like get sucked up into her brain or something? He gets sucked
3: up into her brain, mm. and like uh, that's oh. the conceit is that like yeah. for like is that they're stuck together? They're stuck also... together for some weird reason but why did we do this with the character that just killed her dad? And why does she like, she gets over it very quickly.
4: Mm -hmm. Like she gets over her dad.
3: She gets over her dad dying very quickly. By the time you've met the next character, two minutes later, after you recruit the guy that killed, she's already making jokes. (laughs) Like, this is a character like Ashna makes no fucking sense at all as a character because everything she does is dumb, wrong, And (laughs) makes nothing, and just makes every situation work worse. And like, there's no emotional attachment to anything with this character, seemingly. Even though it's a revenge story, Rar, this person killed my dad. Even that, like, just kind of gets thrown out the window, like all the other plot points in this game. That, like, this is a game that moves very quickly. If you haven't guessed, Um, and it is just disposing of plot points after plot point, after plot point, as quickly as it can to just get you somewhere. I don't know where the story ends up because I quit playing it. Because it's bad. It's a mm. it's a bad video game. The writing is terrible. The pace is ridiculous. Think... It throws away its plot points left and right. Like, characters are paper-fucking-thin. Like, I've never seen less writing for characters. I got a character at one point who didn't even have lines prior to me recruiting him. Oh, like, I just walked up to him, I'm gonna join your party now! And he never has a line after that. Just, hey, here's a character. We made a character, so we've got to put it in. And Was that's kind of... Indiegogo backer? <laughs> God, there's a lot of that bullshit in this game too. Let me tell you. But like the characters that that, this, is game, character recruiting. this is a game. I've heard it's dinner th- this, this is a game. This is a game that has to Sorry. Uh, this is a game. This is a game that has to give you a character like every 20 minutes or it's going to explode. <laughs> and every character plays differently, controls differently, mm-hmm. and That's about the depth as you get out of them, because storyline-wise, we didn't write nothing. So are are these characters all in our head, basically, after the setup? Like, that's the weird thing, is that like, yeah, they are, but a lot of the times they'll also just appear with her randomly in cutscenes, and I don't know Um, if they forgot the conceit of their own game, or just kind of like... Eh, because you have this whole inner world thing that you can do uh, at any time. You can just go to Ajna's inner world, and all of the characters are there, and they just have like like there's no purpose to it other than oh hey I talked to you and you said a one line thing that really <laughs> made no sense or added anything to anything. Good. They, they made a jokey joke. Yeah, like you just killed my dad, but we're gonna have a jokey joke. It's so dumb. It's so weird. I, like,
2: I, I feel like there has to be some justification for. And then, like, oh
3: geez. and the thing is, like, this is a game that has over twenty characters already. By the time you reach the end, there's over twenty characters, um, and the game is incomplete. They don't have all of the characters <laughs> in yet. There are parts of the map that you can go to in this game where, oh, there's something that needs to be here and it's not.
4: And
3: I ran into a lot of those in the 10 hours I put into this game. So it's not even stuff at the very end. No! Yeah, Beepner
2: in chat mentions CrossCode, which is a full game, and then you get to the end and they go, hey, there's going to be more, but it's not done yet.
3: No, this is just a game where, like, bits and pieces seem to be missing. Like, the tutorials that explain the game systems Uh,
4: probably needed to be in there.
3: uh, Like... The it's combat hit, is called, not the combat is horribly explained to you like in it's these, like, in depth it's these like two sentence blurbs that explain how to use a character but oftentimes there's more to it than that like mm. and, and they don't explain like like sometimes they'll like the, the biggest problem I've seen people have with this game is not understanding what this rainbow symbol is um when, when a character's moves are being explained. They never explain it to you what that icon means, and you have to kind of just figure out, oh, it's the super meter. And it's just like, okay, but I, why does it say two super meter when I only have one big super meter? And it's like, oh, because we, we divide it up later. It's like, well, why are you giving me moves that need two super meter now? Mm. And I peeked at the Steam reviews, and it sounds like you're not the only one who had a lot of these issues. And, like, yeah. the game will also give you overworld abilities that let you tra- traverse places uh, or, or allow you to enter combat at an advantage. They'll, it will give you these moves on the sly and then not tell you about them <laughs> until you go look at an in-game menu and find out, wait, when did I learn that? What? What is that? Like, Why it's do I have, like yeah, there's a parry you can do outside of combat so that when you go into combat, you gain an advantage. They don't explain this to you at any point. I learned about it about six hours into the game when I was like what is that abilities menu? What the fuck is that? Why?" Did it? And then there's like this list of eight abilities I had that I didn't even know about. Mm. Because the game didn't surface anything. Do you start with them or are you actually gaining them You're as gaining you go? You're gaining them as you go because That's after that wild. point I started gaining more of them and the game was okay. just like it never explained them. So, there's too many characters. A lot of shit isn't explained, including how a lot of these characters play very well. Because, like, all the characters have a different kind of gimmick and how they're set up for combat. Um, before a recent patch, one of the characters' attacks didn't even have hurt boxes. Oops. <laughs> Whoops. I don't know how Oops, that got through literally. testing. So, like, um,. And, and, and then, like, the writing is so bad because then they have to account for a lot of people on the Indiegogo campaign paid to have dumb original characters in it. Some of them, I guess, are playable, and a lot of them are background characters and NPCs and shit. So, it, and it's just like, in all of them, every single instance, is that when you talk to them, it's some dumb fucking inside joke that only the fat person would get. So, it's just like. They're making references to whatever dumb work they're from, but you're probably not familiar with it. So it's just Oof. like, what are you fucking talking about? What? Stop it's just letting... noise. Yeah, exactly. It's just noise. It's just, here's a, here's a thing in a game someone can jack off to because they got somebody to put it in a video game.
2: It's funny because I'm thinking of Hollow Knight right now, which put all that shit in one room off to the side. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's that one graveyard where there's, like, 30 bugs and, like, hey, you get a little one-liner. And it's just, like, it's this one little thing that you might miss and doesn't kind of influence the entire breadth of the game.
3: Yeah, like, I think that some of the Indiegogo shit that didn't make it in yet are, are uh, Indiegogo-backed shit of, like, characters um, that are going to be playable. And that, like, oh, of course, no. Shovel Knight and Shantae aren't in yet. Though They are going to be <laughs> in the game as well. This game does not <laughs> need first... all of these characters! It has all these characters and does fuck all with any of them! I wonder if Shantae will have any dialogue. Doubt it. Because n- nothing... Ha- like... There are so many characters you run into, like, when you get them, you meet them and their story is literally just, man, I am mildly inconvenienced at the moment, and you happen to be going where I'm going. I'm gonna join you now. That's <laughs> this it. This is wild. It's, it's so bad. Like, so what every, is the combat? Do you the combat is, that? the combat is, like, it, they're trying to take a stab at Valkyrie profile and missing it entirely. Mm-hmm. So it, it it functions very similarly in that each character is mapped to a face button. Each character has a certain number number of globes under them. That's how many attacks you get, and you string together attacks to do combos and all that fun shit. And like you can use like up for launchers, down to, uh, uh down for uh low ground attacks, shit like that, right? And then like some enemies, you need to break their guard with like a down and then an up attack. It's a very simple system, but there's a big problem. And that the RPG mechanics of this game mean fuck all of anything. Because there's no stats, there's no items, there's no equipment, there's no currency. Mm. like, And leveling up doesn't even make that much of a difference. Because when you start the game, the numbers are fairly small. You start the game with like 450 hit points or something. And all the characters you get at that point all have a comparable number of health... So that the fights are challenging, they're engaging, you have to, you actually have to pay attention to what you're doing, and your strategy matters. At some point around the three-hour mark, a story beat happens, and the main character powers up to a ridiculous degree, and suddenly now you have 6,000 more hit points. <laughs> suddenly all the numbers are way bigger, and suddenly leveling up giving you 25 hit points per level doesn't mean jack shit. So what's the point in fighting? Like, by the time I hit the 8 out of 10 hour mark, I was skipping all the fights I could. Because combat just feels pointless. Because all of the enemies are fucking HP sponges who have ridiculously bloated amounts of health that no matter... Like, you could efficiently combo these enemies doing the best combos you absolutely can. It's only going to make the fight 10% faster. (sighs) It's ridiculous. Ridiculous! Like that, like, like. Uh, it's. I don't actively hate that many games. Actively, you know. I hate Contra Force. I, oh
4: my god! I, I hate Invisible.
3: I hate everything about this fucking game. Like this is like this is like that Dragon Warrior Eleven, where it's just like if you like this, I don't understand you. <laughs> I don't get you at all as a wow. human being.
1: I was worried. I, I looked at the trailer after I saw you complaining a bunch about it and then I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me a little bit of Arafel. And then, listening to you talk about it again, I'm like, Arafel kind of sounds better.
3: Yeah, like, I would probably sooner play RFL than I would uh-huh. ever... Like, I no, I... I the la- like When I uninstalled this game, it is hidden in my Steam library. I don't even oh, want to see God. it. I don't want to accidentally scroll by this piece of garbage. That's not like, how do you connect to anything in this game? Like, it, the platforming isn't good. It's not great. It's just like, oh, hey, here's adequate platforming for a Metroidvania kind of game. Whoopty fucking do. Also, yeah, the game's got a lot of that boring, here's a colored door you can't go into. Go find the thing that'll let you go into this colored door.
4: <laughs> it's got a lot of that bullshit.
3: It's yeah. got a lot, it's got a lot of weird platforming where if I'm running and I jump, I lose all my momentum. Feels real oh, good. No. Feels fantastic. Um, I've honestly seen
2: people say at a certain point, this is actually much more Metroidvania than it is an RPG. Yeah, like,
3: the RPG stuff is... I don't know why it's there. I literally don't, because I... Because that was the whole premise of the game originally. Yeah, it feels so in-fucking-consequential that, like, nothing matters like i like i'm gaining levels i'm doing maybe 5 or 10 hit points more per level but when like when i'm doing like 810 hit points for per attack that ain't a whole mm. fucking lot you're not helping me
2: out here video game i would love to see what the numbers like at end game like 30 hours in yeah
3: like cuz it's like, see, it's like now thing. you're doing valkyrie profile dealt with big ass numbers like this too like you had characters that had twenty five thousand health by the end (laughs) but it balanced it you had stats that you you could look at and go okay i know why these attacks are landing the way they are i know what i need to do to change my strategy with this game i have no idea what they're gauging defense on i have no idea what they're gauging offense on it just feels random because from enemy to enemy the numbers aren't consistent
2: I've seen people saying, basically, at, some, at the point probably you're around, like, offense is the only option because her healing is so overpowered that, like, you can just mash offense if you yeah, ever need like, to. Yeah, like, once you get just-
3: to that point, yeah, like, you if you choose to engage in combat, and I don't know why you would want to, like, yeah, you can just button mash it, just slam your hand on the controller, do attacks <laughs> and shit, And if you and if you run into any danger or anybody dies, the main character has... A resurrection that you can do by just pressing left trigger and right trigger, and everybody's back to full health again.
2: Ugh. Hooray! Wow. <laughs> That's really yeah. So Bali, I don't think this is actually going to be a hard choice now that you've really illuminated how much you hate this game. Uh-huh. There was another game that came out earlier this year <laughs> that I talked oh. about in the podcast. Oh boy. That That had a very similar kind of Valkyrie profile-style combat system where you've got four characters bound (laughs) to four buttons. That game was Super Neptunia RPG. (laughs) Which I don't think was very good, but I did finish it. And a friend friend of ours also finished it. Yep. So if you had to finish one game, Neptunia or (laughs) Indivisible...
3: (laughs) They're both bad for such... Like, they're they're both bad in, like, the opposite ways. It's so weird. Which, if you have
2: to choose one... Oh.
3: <laughs> Man, I'm gonna have to go Neptunia because at least... At least I have that character familiarity to latch into. There are probably jokes that I would laugh at. Yeah,
2: that was, like, the part of the game I enjoyed was the story and the characters. Like, they, they don't fuck up that part
3: so, after like... the first
2: couple hours, which are bad.
3: Oh, yeah, the first... Yeah, like, what I played in that game was so far but yeah like if that but like had... but if that picked up right if that got picked up and got better i could probably yeah. at least latch into that whereas with indivisible i played 10 hours and feel nothing but contempt you hid it from your steam library you're god
2: don't There's that you can actually contact steam and have them like permanently delete something from your account
3: like i would do that if it wasn't a present yeah oh Right, you are more than free to play that game on my account if you want and tell me I'm full of shit. But... No, see, that's the thing. It sounds like there's there's
2: two levels here. Of Just, it's a bad game. Like, you don't agree with some of the, the design decisions. Like, it being more Metroidvania or the RPG stuff not mattering.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, that's one thing. But then there's the parts that just, like, sound literally unfinished, like a character having their attacks not work. Like,
3: the character, the writing, the story. It's the, not done! Yeah.
2: I think the story might be done, though. Yeah, the story, like,
3: yeah, like, they can patch this game a lot. You're not gonna fix that shitty narrative. You are not gonna fix the first five minutes of this game where a character literally gets over her dad's death in two minutes. And the rationale, I've seen people try to jump through hoops to try to fucking rationalize that writing. is like, oh, well, no, she's just a character that doesn't hold on to a lot of regret. It's like, no! It's just (laughs) bad writing, you idiot! There's it's nothing characterization. here. This is not characterization. This is just brain dead fucking writing. God, I have I have not hated a game <laughs> this much in a long a fucking time. But I have a burning fucking hatred okay. for this game. Okay, now that you said that,
2: I've got a new choose. Oh question. no,
3: <laughs> a new zero <figure laughs> Would... time dilemma.
1: If you can only save one, time being shot in the head
2: or burned alive. It's not Neptunia this time. Which of these games would you rather finish with your existing save file? Uh, Indivisible or the true ending of Dragon Quest XI? Oh!
4: Oh! <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh! Figured that's about 20 hours for each of them. Oh. Oh, um,
3: I think Indivisible is only like 20 hours total. I would I probably I'm... do Dragon Quest because at least it's charming. <laughs>
4: Okay,
3: My so defense, <laughs> Dragon Quest wins just by virtue of being less shitty and having. What well, I at least believe, Dragon Quest is what it wants to be. Dragon Quest mm. is in its final form. <laughs> whereas Indivisible, I don't get that feeling at all. Oh gosh, I, I don't think um. Man. Yeah, okay, yeah. If if, if Beepner's going to pull it out in chat, we will go with the classic. I think Indivisible is pig-aids. <laughs> I had to,
1: I felt really, I felt kind of um, like I had to justify to myself not really giving shit about this game, because it's <laughs> a new contemporary RPG with lots of, like, cool political stuff. Like, it mm. has that, like, again, most of the cast is women, and a lot of them are people of color, and right, that's right. really cool. Um, a lot of surface level stuff that's like very appealing, and I just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and I was just like, "Why don't I give a fuck?" I feel like that. I should. And then, and then I, and then you had all of this, and I was just like, "Okay, I feel pretty good about my got
3: <laughs> like there." This is an RPG made by people that are way better at making fighting games. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's I. I'm not saying that. stay it, in your. It, it, I'm it, not, it, it, not saying
3: stay in your lane because I feel that creativity <laughs> shouldn't be boxed in like that. But I don't feel that anybody on the team that made this game knows what an R- a good RPG is. Mm. Yeah, that, that that was my thinking. It's just like having this massive Indiegogo campaign,
1: having a five year dev cycle, si- four four or five year dev cycle, and everything. All these expectations when they've never released in a story-based game or an RPG, like, yeah. they've just made this fighting game. Like, a little piece of me like feels like that's maybe kind of irresponsible. Like, maybe make a smaller in-house game that you can afford to make
3: or that's focused on story
1: or small-scale RPG. Hire Something. a writer. Oh, hire a writer. <laughs> yeah. Don't
3: just hire, like, um, Don't just hire one- a writer to write your goddamn NPC dialogue <laughs> that you don't want to write. Which is they, what they did. They hired somebody to write the NPC dialogue, but nothing for the main story. They, oh, well, they hired,
1: they hired a guy that I, I'm actually familiar with, from like old insert credit stuff. Yeah, I know and the guy. He wrote that big, long thread um, basically saying, well, here are all the horrible, horrible challenges I faced having to write for this game, because they have 20 million characters, most of the NPC dialogue is already written for by Indiegogo backers, and I had to write <laughs> around that here's here's what some of the things I did to try to get around that a little bit
2: Especially, it's just meant to also, be
1: throwing
3: shade no he was just no and, uh, and, and, and I get like, that like buy this game and I get that he's maybe proud of it but I'm I'm uh, sorry it yeah. no it's just as bad
1: I'm sorry also all the, the all the na- big narrative beats were already set in stone so it was just this writer
3: like just being given this weird thing that's just like here's <laughs> this thing that's pretty much done uh and you have no freedom at all go the writer will do something.
2: Is he basically filling in the this is default text from RPG yeah, makers? Basically... I think
3: he was doing actual cutscenes. I'm not sure, but there's some uh, stuff like that. I think that he uh, handled a lot of this. like all of the story beats and like in every story beat all the dialogue changes in the inner world when you talk to the characters there. I think he probably had to do that. And okay. even then all of that was just like here's two lines of me saying something that's probably funny or like or not consistent with my characterization. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like even then that writing's not good. I'm sorry. Like I know a lot of people, like when I mentioned the writing in this game, a lot of people pointed me at that guy as somebody they like. And I'm just like, look, I know. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's still bad.
2: Uh huh. It sounds like this game does not manage tone. Like, no, it does not. It does not (laughs) fucking know what tone is. Where that game manages to be extremely funny, but also serious where this, starts serious and then tries to get all jokey and it doesn't work at all
3: yeah
2: it's basically it
1: indivisible's a bad game don't play it my job was to expand the main character personalities and side quests because there it was tough to get all those arcs sorted in the main story because there's so much exposition and lore work that you have to do so we <laughs> spread it around just like well we couldn't
3: make the story good so hey insert credit ruled I'm not because... gonna argue with you there. I'm not. I got nothing against the dude. Okay. I got yeah. nothing against the dude. I think I just think all the writing in this game is terrible, no matter who wrote it. Mm.
4: If Rhett no, wrote it, I would have said it's what, bad. I mean,
1: <laughs> what that thread read to me like was just like, okay, here's here's what I had to do. Here's, here's what I had to work on. It feels like it was like it felt like
3: somebody gritting their
2: teeth. Just it felt yeah, a little
3: it bit. It feels gritting. like an apology
2: in advance. Almost. Yeah. 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 Even if oh. that's not what was intended. No, it, it's
3: not. that's not. Like like hey, if What's that ra- phrase if
1: he... Yeah. Yeah. Ajna was a good challenge because she messes up so much. How do you make that character likable? <laughs> you done! Nobody <laughs> did. <laughs>
3: Nobody did. Aww. Whoops. Oh, <laughs> nope, Ajna's just a terrible character whose motivations change from moment to moment. <laughs> and she does like the next thing she does is more monumentally stupid than the last. <laughs> Yet she's the chosen one. Fucking yay! Oh boy, it's a chosen one story too. Chosen one. Yeah, it's a chosen one story. It's a revenge chosen one story. As soon as he said that, I'm
2: like, oh, is that why she gets like seven thousand HP all of a sudden?
3: Yeah, basically. Like she gets imbued (laughs) with the chosen status, and then everybody gets seven thousand more hit points, and the game becomes a joke. I'm gonna link Arafel on the chat because it's better. Link Super Neptunia RPG as well. I think it's oh, only gee. fair.
2: You know what's hilarious is when I go to... I forget. I think it was on the Indivisible page. It says, like, oh, similar to games you played. Super Neptunia RPG. It's <laughs> like, dang,
3: Steam. <laughs> dang. Dang. Yeah, this game's bad. I hate it. Don't play it. <laughs> Here you go. I have to
2: know. Because it's not going to cost me anything. Yeah, absolutely. Than, give, what, it a, give it a shot. But, I, but don't, I also want to wait for them to patch it a bit, you know? Oh, go, f- by all
3: means, go right ahead. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Arafel
1: is not a chosen one story. You know that because the writing goes out of its way to point out how she's just a regular girl who wasn't prepared for this. And they, <laughs> they really <laughs> hammer home how subversive they're being the writing. <laughs>
2: And her elemental weaknesses are fire and ice.
1: John, <laughs> her holy magic and is good against the vampire. Wait, Lord Nash. Wait,
3: Leita, what? Lita's holy magic is strong against Lord Nash.
2: Okay, okay. So it's John's turn. John, John yeah.
3: Wait, wait, What else have you done? Y'all need to fucking play Zero Ranger. Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, You're not all. Yeah, wrong. we do. Stop games. I
1: thought.
2: Yeah. I thought for sure it would go on sale for its one year anniversary and then it didn't.
1: Oh my god, it's so good. I, I, I got the true end after. um. Oh, you finally after, got uh, it. Yep. There's some. I think there's Are more content. Are you sure? Content. Yeah, I think Are there's more. Should, yeah. Oh, there's more content because this is the most generous game ever, but it was an extremely true endy true end, so I'm just. I'm, nice. Okay. I, my wrists were starting to act up, so I've been kind of leaning off the shmups for a while. Oh, uh,
3: yeah, yeah. So
1: I'll, I'll explore the additional stuff, um, but. Boy, the it goes real hard.
3: We like Um, games that go real hard here on the Soxcast. Yeah,
1: this is. You just
3: need to play it.
1: Mm. It's so
2: much. It's so. so I'm
3: definitely picking this up soon. So
2: yeah, I will. Me and Polly are playing a game of chicken with who buys it first. Yeah, there you
3: go. (laughs) (laughs) I I will gift it
1: to one of you. I will. I'll go make that purchase right now. (laughs) Honestly. Just as a you don't early have to do that. Business yeah present or something. Ah, right. I really like it. Yeah, um, like this is this I've is gathered. like this is like you a game that game. I know
3: that we're all three just going to mm. key into absolutely.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry so I'm that I game of the decade. That's true. I made the, I, that. That was partially a joke because of like games. Game of the decade list: Rayforce, Reflex, Zero Ranger. <laughs> there, there's all the games of the decade. Um. But also, yeah, basic, basically is. Um, it's, a, it's a... No, I'm not, I don't need to say anything. I don't want to set up... I feel like I've already had... I've already robbed you of part of my experience because I've set up all ex- expectations, whereas I went into yeah. it not knowing fucking anything about it. Right, right. So,
2: <laughs> I love that... I made this joke last time with that same page saying, like, features eight colors including green and orange. Green and Sorry.
1: orange. the funny shit. Yep. Just... Oh, boy. I'm just going to, I'm just, I'm excited to, we'll, we'll probably want to have a spoiler cast about this. Wait, sh-
4: wait, Jesus. wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, what, what, what? Danilo Diaz tweeted, Steam added remote co-op so you can play Blazing Chrome 2 player online now. Yeah. Interesting. They also did a Halloween update and replaced a whole bunch of the sprites <laughs> with really funny fucking replacements. You were They're so very confused funny. by that. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because, see, like, one of the. It was like a panda. It was wearing a panda mask, and it was yeah. just like, okay, Contra Rogue or Rogue Corps has a panda. So I was like, oh, oh did they just oh. put that in to take a shot? I was like, oh, it's like a full Halloween update. And also take a shot, probably. <laughs> and also take a shot, yeah, because they're obviously very, very, very keyed into that. Oh, man. At least you dodged that bullet. Yep. Yeah. I have to try that shit. Online co-op, interesting. Yeah, I wonder. I know Zero
1: Ranger has co-op. I don't know if there's anything online with that. I, would I the, doubt it. Yeah, here's the have...
2: truest end. John is you have to beat the game as player two while <laughs> keeping player one alive. <laughs> mm. But you have to have you have to do it yourself with the hand on each controller.
1: You, you know what's really cool though is that the true end sequence. I I found an alternate way of beating a boss halfway through the game, and it changes the true end sequence. And that was the time that I won. <laughs> What yeah. that's so, so cool. So I completely like it was like this mind it was this galaxy brain experience of <laughs> getting to this trend and having it be a little bit different in this very cool way and it being the one where I won. I was just I was having a spiritual experience <laughs> with this fucking video game. Is <laughs> very very like pretty literally <laughs> Yeah, that's that's definitely the impression that I've got. Yeah. So yep. It's very good. Um, also and so yeah, I'm I'm happy Blazing Chrome gets to be second silver, silver. Contro of the Year. <laughs> um That's really that's really I'm playing I'm almost done with House of Fauna Morgana. Um mm. I, I feel like we can talk about
3: that a little bit. It's it's real good. <laughs> it goes real heavy. Yep. It gets it gets crushingly heavy at one point <laughs> that's just like but, but it's handled really well. Like it, Oh my god. Like yeah, I, That game, oh. for me personally, goes really deep, and it was a lot of things that that hit you really, really hard in a way that's way too fucking real. But it mm-hmm. feels good to have that shit hit you. At the same time, it's also handled very, very well. Mm-hmm. Oh so, man. Like, that's... Oof, it's such a good story.
1: Yeah, that's just every, and it's and it's divided into like a series of sort of complete sub narratives, mm-hmm. which I really appreciate. Like, I keep playing sections that are just like incredible to our two to three hour visual novels, basically.
3: Yeah, like it's like they all connect. They all connect. Great video games. They're all going to connect in the end, and it's yeah. not hard. And it's not hard to like go through one of those and then come back a couple of weeks later. You'll still know where the <laughs> narrative's <laughs> at yeah so
1: that's yeah and then the way that it's tying everything together is just is just absolutely oh, yeah it's so good God. yeah I don't really want to talk about that one either. I want folks to just kind of experience yeah that
3: one. I, I definitely want more people to experience the house in Fata yeah. Morgana it's just that's real a real 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 special visual novel I think
2: hmm I'm so backlogged. I want to play that and Somnium Files. Yeah, like, like man, I don't have enough time.
3: <laughs> 2000, a, 2019 is stacked.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna wait a little while
1: on I, so I can let the stream memories kind of fade a bit. Yeah, I, I watched understand. probably oh, five right. six hours on the stream.
3: I watched literally none just so I could be fresh.
4: Mm-hmm. You accident.
3: You almost came in at like one of the biggest fucking spoiler moments, and I was just like, <laughs> "Get the fuck out." <laughs>
2: I came in and, like, credits had just started rolling. I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I'm really, really enjoying Fata Morgana. I'm really, that. that's basically it for me. Like, I've been s- swamped at work to the point where, like, there were, like, several days this week where I got home and crawled in bed and then grinded in fake grand order for three straight oh. hours. Oh, jeez. I'm, I'm just fucking
4: fried.
1: <laughs> so, I, I think I, I took a day off next week, so I'm thinking That's I'm good. gonna start healing. I'm yeah. Gonna finish Vana Morgana. It's gonna be really nice. I don't think we. I'll, I'll hold off on we can we can go over a fake grand order in depth once I finish the the first season. Once I get to the actually good arcs, fuck me.
3: Oh boy, yeah. Can't wait.
1: That yeah, they're only adapting the Nasu arcs. They're not adapting the five preceding arcs by other authors by the big apocrypha author are they all connected yeah are there's actually there's actual there's actual larger story stuff at the end of the london arc and that was like the first arc that i kind of liked because it had mordred in it and
2: she's actually she was actually handled well um i just yeah give, i give just enough of a shit about fate to watch the new anime when it's done but not enough of a shit to actually like care about continuity basically yeah, just don't worry.
1: I'm sure they'll cover it fine. It's almost, almost all of it is completely inconsequential. Like I just got yeah. done with the fourth ch- arc and that was the first time that they had anything like playing into the main story. It's mostly Jeez. bullshit. The the Okeanos chapter is just trash. It doesn't build to <laughs> anything. They have they keep throwing new characters in out of nowhere. Um like they like chapter 12 of 14, here are three new characters that <laughs> Are very important to the plot. They are the ones that have the Ark of the Covenant, which is now a plot point. That—that's what we're actually fighting for. We haven't mentioned it before, but it's all about the Ark of the Covenant now. And final boss. Okay, it's done. <laughs> Just, we're talk- And then, oh, I'm rubbing my temples. I hate it. <laughs> so, so the London so chapter- at, uh, Yeah. At the very least,
2: it seems like you're getting through these pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, the honestly, the thing that gets me through it,
2: I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> I kind of like the fighting now. But like, I do you not have like... to pay a lot to, or anything I paid, to get I through paid the? Because that's where I thought they would get you is like, oh, if you want strong characters, you got to pay all this money. But it doesn't yeah. seem like it's like that for some
1: um, reason. The the gotcha seems to be more about getting the specific characters you want um and then a couple of other things like leveling up the craft essences and leveling up the noble phantasms requires getting more copies of those characters that you like um so you can feed like a copy of saber into saber to level up her noble phantasm and that you can only get through the gambling um
2: but just leveling up the characters just playing the game that's just good old-fashioned grinding i just wonder how people are spending thousands of dollars on this game like you beat the story. Like, what else is there afterwards? Is there it's, an end game? Collecting. It's collecting.
1: Very yeah, it's, uh, it's strange to me. It's collecting Y and then you have to feed them like multiple copies of themselves <laughs> to get their get certain things leveled up, and then you have to do all this stuff. And I'm just not engaging with it. Um, I looked online. Apparently, there's a big difficulty jump in Camelot, which is the one after the one I'm on now, and it's the first Nasu one. Oh, oh. Maybe you'll just finish the one, the one you're on, and then watch the anime. (laughs) No, which would suck because that—that's the reason I'm playing these is to get to the Nasu ones, which are apparently pretty good because
2: they're—they're the ones they're adapting. And and then they stick the difficulty spikes. Uh, They gotcha. They gotcha. (laughs) They gotcha. They gotcha. I I googled
1: (laughs) online and they said like, if you're level sixty, you can probably get it through. And I'm consistently, (laughs) and I'm like at, and I'm at like level fifty-five with my characters. And I have, look, here's the secret. Here's the whole secret. Every time you play, every time you play a mission, you select a support character which is another real life player. Scroll down, find a level 100 Jalter. <laughs> Get them to join your party. Now, if you just pick a random one, then they're not your friend, which means you can't use their noble phantasm. But if you just send um, a friend request to every single level 100 Jalter you play with, one of them's going to approve you, and now I've got a level 100 Jalter <laughs> who just joins <laughs> me for every single fight.
2: Oh, okay. You
1: game the system, so I figured out the system, and it lets me grind really quickly because I'm basically fighting enemy, doing grind missions that are higher than what I should be doing. So, like, I can do a three minute battle and then level up, ma- uh, level up mash three times. Like, it's not okay. challenging. Um, so it's very, it's honestly not very demanding. And even if you do fail, then you can just spend one of the gamble currencies to basically insta win the fight. So <laughs> it's. I'm not very intimidated at this point, point. I think I'm going to okay. be able to make it through the make it through the good arcs. Because Castor's com- Castor Gilgamesh is coming out, which is Gilgamesh without a shirt, and Ishtar is <laughs> and I'm excited. It's Rin without a shirt. <laughs> it's Rin without a shirt. <laughs> so, yeah, you you've been linking me clips from the new anime, and it looks like a good time. So I'm gonna watch read this because Nasu is always better in visual novel form than in anime. Is my is my
2: general takeaway.
4: Poly's except what, what Gardner's reading like
2: everything has been undone.
3: I'm just I'm just sleeping the rest of this episode. Just that,
2: that praise of Nazu.
3: Just, I'm just here it comes.
2: <laughs>
1: this is the this is much more recent, so it'll be interesting to see
2: if there's any gross <laughs> shit. I guess for a mobile game you'd think you'd
4: hope you the gross shit is way gross. way less.
1: Yeah, but, you know, there, there can still be, like, subtly kind of just ugly, subtle <laughs> uglinesses. Um, so, I'll see. I'll report back. Don't worry.
3: We look forward to it. Excellent. Oh, really, I mean it. We really do look forward to it. Boy, you I'm can't... It. Right. My, it, it's just so palpable how excited I am.
4: <laughs>
1: this, this brought me... This brought me solace when there was nothing else I could do. I got home and I could not play Bottom Morgana. I was like, nope. And I laid in bed and I fucking. This played. is how we knew
3: you were having a. Yeah, this is how we week. knew you were depressed. You were playing Fate again. Yep. So.
1: <laughs> Getting past it. I can't fucking believe I have to go to work tomorrow. It's fine. It's fine. Getting it's over fine.
3: it with John Thayer. I'll play <laughs> Fate Grand
1: Order on the bus. I'll play Fate Grand Order during lunch and I'll probably. And then next weekend I'll finish Bottom Morgana. <laughs> it's fine that's it that's everything right. that's everything I've been up to it's, it's depressing RIT are you depressing <sighs> no alright very excited <laughs> let's hear you let's play it you play Xenoblade which sounds like a got half a gacha game anyway
3: yeah that's a good point
2: the other half is very good though okay like I didn't I'm... talk about any story the character in the world and stuff but that's not what right now is for okay so we've been following this journey for a little bit. <laughs> Back in July, I clicked on a YouTube video titled Symfocast XV Episode 1. I didn't know what it was, it was just a guy I subscribed to. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the show they were talking about was. For some reason, I skipped like 20 minutes into the video where they started talking about the character outfits. Mm-hmm. And I just heard the name of this show and a few of the character names. It was like Simpokear i've heard of that but like i don't i have no idea what it is (laughs) and i looked it up and i was like wow they sing while they fight aliens this sounds like the dumbest shit ever (laughs) i've got to watch it and thus began you know this month long several months of watching the show and talking about it on the podcast Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm,
4: mm
2: -hmm. i believe so i believe episode 99 would have been season one and then I remember when we did episode 100 Polly was like, "Okay, you've this is going to be a big one. You've got to only talk about one thing." And I was like, "Fuck you, I'm talking about two. <laughs> because Bayonetta Bayonetta Mm-mm. 2 and Simple Gear Season 2 were both so important to me that I had to talk about both. And they were they they were <coughs> united in both being really dumb and over the top. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Excellent. But, and then I watched season 3 and then I watched season 4. So it's been the last episodes 101 and 102. So now here I am having watched season five. (laughs) Now, when I started this journey, I knew it was on the fifth season, and I had heard rumors of this might be the final season. Mm -hmm. Oh. Turns out, this is the final season.
3: Oh, anime can actually end now? So that's
2: the amazing thing, is that, uh, oh god, I don't know where to start on this. So, like, I was totally in for, so, like, when I watched season one, I was like, this will probably be pretty mo- mediocre because it has a seven on my anime list. Uh-huh. But but like if it shows any potential, I'll just keep going because I'm kind of interested in seeing what it's lo- like by season five. And then, you know, the ending of season one just totally blew me away. And it was like, oh, well, I'm in it now. Like this was way better than I expected it to be.
4: <clears throat>
2: and then season two is amazing. And then season three is kind <clears> of. <throat> and then so here's the thing about season five it it makes the show one singular thing. It ties oh my God everything together oh man into one nice little package. It is just it's a it's amazing that they were able to pull this off
4: mm.
2: and I've been thinking about it, how like this this show is an anime original and it got five seasons and then a proper ending. And I honestly can't think of that, like, ever happening before. <laughs> yeah, like,
3: when is the last time that actually was a thing that Because,
2: an, like, anime originals in general are just, just so don't... incredibly rare. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, everything that's a manga ad- adaptation
3: now, they used to go the original ending route. Now they just mm-hmm. go, like, oh, man, let's bait them into another season.
2: Yeah, and, like, in, in a few cases, that's totally working. Like, Attack on Titan is going to get to the end. yeah. And, like, it's cool that the entire thing is adapted. And then there's, like, kind of edge cases, like, where Full Metal Alchemist originally <laughs> did did the anime original ending in 2004. And then the, when they did the new version, they just adapted
3: they, most of it. because They, they, they kind of shit skimmed. all over it, basically. They made a bad no, version mean, of Full
2: Metal Alchemist. They made a authentic version,
4: though. <laughs> <laughs> authentic <laughs> to the
2: manga. So, I know, I that's maybe a that's weird true. example.
4: Yeah.
2: But, like, shows like Elf and Lead, like the anime manga original
1: origin- anime original ending
2: yeah i'm just i honestly can't think of many of that shows that started as an anime first you know mm-hmm. like they're so exceedingly rare yeah like there's always a manga or a light novels or something behind it
1: yeah that's true i never even really considered that about
2: simple years that it is just it is an anime <laughs> yeah i didn't even consider that as well there actually is a manga of season one that mm-hmm. i think came afterwards but yeah, like manga adaptations
3: are always going to happen. Like pretty much like any big video game that's come yeah. out has a manga adaptation. Yeah. But it was definitely afterwards.
4: And yeah. It makes
2: sense for the show because the whole conceit of the show is the music.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Which kind of made sense that it had to be anime first. Cause it, boy, that would be weird that, in a manga form.
3: Yeah. Like, that would be so weird. It's a good thing. Like, that's why, it's why, you know, K-On is a manga because it doesn't have a fucking, it's not about music. <laughs> Even though it yeah. says it is. Oh. <laughs> why it didn't fucking matter! I guess you're right, huh?
2: Wait, Keanu was a manga first?
3: Yep. Yeah, it was. No, no, <laughs> it was a Four Coma. Right. It was a Four Coma manga to, at that. Ah, there we go. So that, yeah,
2: that kind of explains why the music is inconsequential to that show. <laughs> because, like, yeah, whatever. I'm getting a little sidetracked here, and this has been a fairly long episode. So, Simful Gear Season 5 is really, really fucking good, and it ties everything together, like so much that it's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was, this, the show is about redemption arcs and like redeeming villains. <laughs> and then the season five itself feels like a redemption of season three.
4: <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Where it's like, Oh, it all matters. Now it all comes full circle. And like, this show is wild. The way they will have, there's an event in season two that gets referenced again in season four. As like, oh, by the way, this happened then, and it was super important. Then Uh it becomes like a huge plot thread in season five. (laughs) Like, I feel like the closest thing I've ever watched to before this was probably Sailor Moon, Mm -hmm. where you know it's five seasons long and a magical girl thing. Yeah. But like, the seasons that all felt fairly disconnected from each other story wise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like they kind of put a bow on every every one of them and then moved on, and like the status quo didn't really change that much besides adding a few new characters. Whereas in this show, like, I can't just say skip season three because you will be so confused by a lot of season five if you haven't watched it. And it's just really good. <laughs> and, like, I just can't believe they pulled this off, really. I'm, like, That's really cool. up until this point, like, the four seasons, the first four seasons were kind of these individual stories. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was kind of... You could see where they were building to something in Season 4, and then I think they totally landed it. So, basically... Oh, so, my experience watching the show is, like, after we did the last podcast, I was like, okay... I talked about Season 4. It's like, okay, time for Season 5. And I think by Monday afternoon, I watched six episodes already. Jeez. I <laughs> was like, oh, hmm. That's half the season already. Shit, I'm going to run out. And also... I was watching this like before the finale had ended, so no, oh, no matter what, so no matter what, I actually had to wait for Saturday for episode thirteen. So throughout the course of the week, I was just like, "Well, guess I'll just rewatch those six episodes again." <laughs> <laughs> and so during that week, kind of waiting for the finale and waiting for you know a larger chunk of free time to blast through the rest of it. I, f- I felt something inside me click over into where I wasn't just a fan of Simple Care anymore.
3: <laughs> I was a super fan. You were like a diehard stan.
2: Yeah, I clicked into that level of super fandom that I haven't hit with anything in like... Since Higurashi, um, maybe? Umineko? One of those. Like, maybe Neptunia is probably the yeah, most Neptunia recent one. Yeah, Neptunia is probably the most recent. And, and that has endured, but I don't think that ever burned as intensely as this did for a bit right
1: like i asked you i do you mind if i share what i asked you in the dms (laughs) i i asked you you,
2: yeah just read the whole thing
1: i i just told okay i'll bring here you keep talking i'll bring it up
2: the the point i realized when i had hit super phantom is when i went onto a certain website that is usually for pornography doujins and i went to the non-h section and read all of the translated (laughs) english ones just these very cute dojins about, you know, the characters in this show. I was like, man, I'm reading wow. English translated non-porn dojins. That hasn't happened since Toho. Wow. <laughs> all right, here's the here's the
1: exchange. I asked you. Okay. All right, you're in a zero time dilemma jigsaw trap. You can either save Symphogear or Neptunia, but not both. Oh Go. shit. And then Rhett says, what is the condition? The one I don't save never gets any more media released? And I sense what you're doing there, because you don't think Neptunia is good
2: anymore anyway. Oh. <laughs> new- actually, actually, okay. Here's the, the good trick. stuff. Yeah? The, the answer would have been the same, because Symphogear already ended. True. Not- I'm-, I'm comfortable with there not being more. okay. Because I said, no, the whole thing
1: dies. Previously released media is erased from existence. <laughs> And you said, Jesus. And then you said, and this is the most (laughs) beautiful response I have ever read in my life. Oh, no. This is like a heroic, this is, (laughs) you are embodying a heroic spirit, Rhett. And it said, save Neptunia. Because it's meant a lot to other friends like Chelsea and (laughs) (laughs) Polly.
2: Whereas only I. (laughs) Will lament the loss of Super Wow, <laughs> which is true. Look I do at feel like Neptunia has had
3: look at this a far sweetheart over impact. here. Look at this sweet over heart over here. <laughs> it was so sweet. <laughs> oh my God,
2: losing Neptunia would be a weird shift in our friend circle, though.
1: Oh my <laughs> oh God, yeah.
2: Whereas Super Gear something I didn't know existed until this July, just a few months with ago. Iffy's
1: Avatar and. Avatar and... Uh, and
2: her... If he's his name. her name,
1: just get erased. Just poof! <laughs> Gone! <laughs> That's very noble, Rat.
2: So... So I'm in this fandom... Yeah. yeah. So I'm in the super fandom mode, though, waiting for the finale, and then... Like, I's, I downloaded some of the music. <laughs> and I've been listening to it at work. <laughs> and, like, I'm getting a weird sense of nostalgia from the season one opening. It's so weird that feels it feels so long ago like having gone through this whole journey <laughs> it's
3: been three
4: months
2: <laughs> and now uh so anyways, I'll cut this a bit um so I think I watched this two more pure. episodes. you don't
3: have to I know it's no, like, yeah, just keep going.
2: We get to like Friday night and I watch two more episodes and then I rewatch them <laughs> and then I barrel through like the last four episodes of the show. And the thought I had with that was that this is the best piece of media I've consumed since Undertale. (laughs) Wow! And then I backed it off a bit. I was like, well, Neptunia was real good, too. Oh, that's so
4: funny. Look,
3: there's a lot of good Neptunia, too.
2: Yeah. Three and uh, Meganep are real good. Yeah.
4: But, like... I feel yeah. so bad
1: because I started season two. <laughs> just I watched three episodes. and I was just like, "Oh man, I really wasn't ready for more of this." <laughs> <laughs> just like complete, almost completely bouncing off.
3: Man, all you gotta do to get me to watch this is
4: just
3: r- r- open it up in a mini player, replace <laughs> all, the replace all the music with like Death Grips and shit. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> I'm sure it'll work fine. <laughs> I mean, look, you got the zombie singing show has a rap battle, so it'll work here. The rap battle in that show is part
2: of how it it tricks you into thinking it's not an idol show and then it is. And
3: then it is, yeah.
2: It starts with the first concert in that show is metal, and then the second one is rap, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna do a different thing each episode. No! And then it's, no, it's just all, it's all idol after that. It's like, uh, ah. Oh my god, the finale of this show, though. It, it goes real hard. And then, so I was super excited to talk, to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. And then John, oh, I've got to do work we can't do next Sunday. Yeah. So I had, you had so time I had to, to think de- about it. So I had to delay talking about Simfo Gear for another week, which honestly hurt a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Not that it was your fault, obviously, but, uh-huh. like, shit gets in the way. Oh. And... So
3: things started to cool down. So you know what I did today? <laughs> well, you you watched more sinful gear. I watched the last four episodes again,
2: <laughs> and I was still sobbing through like the last two. Oh of them. my god! It's still real good.
3: <laughs> it's good, Rhett.
2: The show is a triumph. Yeah this this show is so so perfectly tuned to my aesthetic. like it is the
3: most ret thing anything has ever been.
2: You think that, and then you watch it, and you go, wow, it's even more. It's
3: 110% <laughs> So it sounds like your number one anime of the decade is already sorted.
2: God, I don't even... That's <sighs> such a weird thing to think about, because, like, I thought when I was going to do that list, I was going to do, do, like, oh, here's what are the important shows, mm-hmm. and put stuff like uh Shinseki Yori and uh, Girls' Last Tour on there. Right, right. But this is probably my
3: favorite. Yeah, that, I think that's probably a shoe. Because we are going it's, to do those episodes after oh the, after the New Year. We are going to do Game of the Decade and and Anime of the Decade. So cool. I'm excited prepare for those. I know John likes lists, so I'm primarily doing I love these for his lists. Benefits, so. I love lists. Uh, so wait, we're going
2: to do Game of the Decade on the podcast. Yep. Oh, in addition to, we're to Game do, of
3: the Year, right? We're doing Game of the Year as well. Yes. Yeah, double lists.
2: Oh, I haven't even started thinking about Game of the Decade. Well, Game of the Decade think... is
3: going to be next year, though. We're going to do that yeah. like January or February. So.
2: I was thinking we might do an SMPs list again, because it's been a while for
3: one of those. Yeah, it has.
2: <laughs> oh, well, that would be sweet. And, and the forums are back, so that's Yeah, a the forums start. are back,
3: <laughs> so makes things a little easier. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's
2: one... Yeah, go ahead i stand simple gear real hard is basically what i'm saying <laughs> like it's you know how you were saying how like you feel like you're maybe over hyping zero ranger a bit uh-huh boy do i feel like i may be doing that a bit here because i realize like because this is so like
1: it's fine tuned to it, it resonates with you
2: pointed towards my taste and i've been yelling about it on twitter for like two weeks mm. and have been getting a few people to say they'll check it out eventually it's like oh man and then Boy, that's
4: what happens five? every
3: time that's what happens every time i say i like music and then people are like oh i'll go listen to it too and i'm like oh great yeah and then it's like now it, it's a burden on
4: you if, yeah because like, like, like now it. i know
3: like oh great i just wasted somebody's fucking time
4: mm.
1: yeah i mean that's where i'm gonna that's where i'm gonna be at is i i had a nice time with the first season if i don't if I don't vibe with season two to the point where I want to continue, I'm not going to force myself and it won't
3: be a burden on you, basically. He'd rather force himself through sword art online. I mean, there's more (laughs) to get out of that. More meat on the bone. I will say, though, if you aren't,
2: like, 100% done after season two, Mm -hmm. or, like, 100% in, because, like, I feel like the arc of seasons three, four, and five is a little more connected than the first two. Like, season two almost ends with the finale, basically. Mm -hmm. It's Season two actually might go the hardest in a weird way. It kind of set expectations a little high for the others. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that I that sounds to... like fifteen, like uh, XV really five. brought it back around.
2: Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Really brought. I don't it back know why. Around. I have no idea why the seasons are named what they are. <laughs> G means two.
1: After five says I got John into Y Schwartz. I I bought uh, a Y Shorts deck. I haven't gotten to the. I keep I keep being really tired on Friday and then not going to the little local tourney, so I haven't play with after
3: any- much five much on yet. stream.
1: I could do that. You could do and that. Use the
2: simple gear set. Use the. Symphogear. I already have my Fade Zero set. <laughs> Ugh. There you go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> There's so, one more.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say? I just I just remembered, I didn't touch F- Fake Grand Order for like six months. I mm-hmm. loaded it up. I immediately got like a hundred. Summon Currency. Oh, right. And then the very first summon
3: I did, I got a five-star Saber. <laughs> now, I feel that's just rigged to work like that, though. There, yeah, if you're gone it, for it six months. Sus-
2: it felt suspicious yeah. to me. I bet everybody who plays Xenoblade 2 a year ago should go load it up and fucking roll Cosmos right now. <laughs> Cosmos. Well, how you say it?
3: Cosmos. I kind of... I don't know. I tried to...
4: Cosmos. Hey,
2: Red. I, I played three
3: different... fucking games with, the, the char- with her being a character in them and people saying Listen her down. name a lot. I know what I'm talking about. It's Cosmos? Cosmos.
2: Okay. John said Cosmos, and I was like, no. No, I said that as a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Cosmos. Cosmos.
3: Whatever. I'm a character. She, her name's Cosmos. She's <laughs> a robot. She's got blue hair. She has big boobs. <laughs> uh.
2: <laughs> so the last thing i'll say is that so i've entered the hell of being a super fan of something that just ended yep and that has not had any sort of english fan base until now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> i am just like trawling every anime form i can find to be like are the simple gear fans here are, are you here? are there's like two of you no this isn't it this <laughs> Like, looking at, like, the one post a day for our folk here on Reddit, like, <laughs> it's a fucking desert out there. But I will say I found some very wholesome Twitter posts. And, like, the people that are fans of this show seem to be, like, really enthusiastic about it. Like, this is absolutely a, a you-love-it-or-hate-it show.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: I saw a girl say that Chris made her realize she was gay.
3: Oh. <laughs> Aww. That's always very sweet. Yes. Find yourself in your media. Sometimes it happens.
2: So I like Simple Gear. You like I, Simple Gear? Yeah. Do you and
3: <laughs> just make sure. Uh, I like Miku.
1: Miku's I like Miku is very good. is very good. There's more of, I uh, season two did start and there was immediately a scythe girl. <laughs> I Which told you. Yep.
2: <laughs> the funny thing, so like the show, definitively ends, but they, mm-hmm. you know, they could always weasel out of pretty much anything.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So now it's like I'm like, oh, but what if they did a movie? They're going just do to. one more.
3: They're going. I don't to. know.
2: I don't know. I feel like they have said it's the end. They do a really classy thing at the end where they show like the main characters and say like the voice actress's name and stuff. oh like, Yeah. Like, th- it ends. That's but y- But they could do more. Mm. And, like, <clears throat> you know, there's going to be live symphonic concerts next year in Japan. It's so like, they may announce something. We'll see. Yeah. Like, like, apparently I this is, like...
3: I just don't see this thing going away.
2: I think maybe the most likely thing is that they do a sequel with the new cast and, like, a, you know, a second generation thing, yeah. which... Wouldn't be as interesting to me. but Simple Gear Future. <laughs> the funny thing about the show is that it already takes place way in the future.
4: Simple <laughs> like, Gear apper- 2.
3: Goodbye Despair.
2: <laughs> Apparently it takes place in like 2042. But oh. they never say that until season 5. Like no one had any idea. <laughs> no one the entire did, the yeah, time.
3: finally committed lore, to a time frame.
1: Lore. All this lore that's just like, oh shit, seat of our pants. <laughs> Like the whole first season is like that. Just like, oh yeah,
2: this is the thing- funny thing is I think they genuinely care about the lore and like they find ways to not make it feel I mean, I guess season one is pretty see of the pants mm-hmm. in in execute like there's a lot of it hidden in like side materials and stuff and like there's that whole thing about oh, actually character had tragic backstory that we just didn't have time to actually put into the show until we bring it up abruptly at one point. Like, it's a good show, but it's it is messy in funny ways.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I guess that's it. I guess yep. that's it. Guess that's oh, it. I'm sorry, I forgot the point I was making. There is where I think they could make a movie, but then I'm like in that super fandom part where it's like I have an idea for exactly what the movie would be. Mm. So if they do a movie and then it's not that idea, I would be like, oh,
3: <laughs> life is good. That's, I think, Rhett's putting I think in his watching, application for director of the gear movie. Just so you know, Rhett,
1: every step <laughs> yeah. of this has been a blast
3: to watch. I've really been enjoying the joy.
2: I like it
1: when people but like you've things. You've been enjoying
2: the joy, but apparently you didn't enjoy the season two so far. I haven't, I,
1: I, I don't even really, I'm not sure if I really like the show, but I'm really enjoying
3: your joy, yeah, and like, I want you to keep, keep living like in it. I like it when people like things. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Except, except Indivisible. Don't like that. <laughs> don't like that, please. But Jeez. if you like other things, awesome. Like the things that make you happy, me right from the start. Because with that new enemy crew, and you know I could probably make an exception for Rogue Core too. Don't like Rogue Core. No, <laughs> just don't.
2: John, I swear, if you watch a little bit more of season five, I think, or season two, I think, can it picks just up. jump to five. Yeah, I'm not no, dropping.
1: You- I'm not dropping. It. I'm gonna wrap it up. Uh,
2: but I realize you had shitty work week and other yeah. things on your plate and apparently had to play a lot of fate did have to play a lot of fate that was a
1: spiritual need i have a friend who sent me their rpg to beta test and i just realized i blew that off for a week and i feel awful about it so different friend was it a friend who was on this podcast earlier no nope, different friend okay. so i'm just like oh man wow i've been out of
3: it yeah
4: Hmm.
3: Right, i think that's a podcast i think that's a podcast All right, then we are going to go ahead and start wrapping things up. Of course, want to thank everybody for tuning in, giving us a download, coming out for the stream. Y'all have been wonderful. As always, we always appreciate you coming out and giving us a watch. We also, of course, appreciate the bits and the subs. Very much appreciated as well. John Fire, where can our lovely internet peoples find you? farawaytimes.itch.io And Rick! Where can the lovely internet people find you?
2: I post my Mario Maker ID here, but I forgot it. <laughs> and I haven't made any levels in a while. And they nerfed all the cool shit.
4: Yeah, they did. Uh, they did.
3: Looked real shitty. So it goes.
1: Everything's transient. Everything good in the world is transient and goes yeah, away.
2: Really? Thanks to games being online, and they are now. Yeah. Hey, maybe, maybe Indivisible will be, will be good one day.
3: I mean like man when I think about that game it's just like I wonder if they're approaching it the same way they approach the fighting game like oh we can just make it better over the course of three years (laughs) (laughs) what? turns out you can't do that with an RPG it kind of is
2: shitty I do feel like anecdotally seeing no buzz about that game which is is weird for a Kickstarter game that had a five year dev cycle like everyone knows about it and no one seems to care
3: yeah yeah
1: not seeing That's a lot that of I people know. talk about it. The I see, idea of, I see like, like big personalities tweeting
3: about it, or like
4: Patrick Putpick
3: okay. and
1: whatnot.
4: Well it's because they got I, it for feel free like,
1: and
3: they're gonna talk about I it. I, I feel
1: know. like people I don't care people I don't care about really like it, and then people uh, that I
2: do don't. <laughs> I just thought so when Polly compared it to a fighting game, I just had the thought of indivisible season two and just laughed.
3: It wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if they did a season two and it's just like here's more dumb characters to recruit There's that you don't characters. want here's more non-story here's more non-story here's more here's more things to engage with this awful battle system that we didn't really think out I think we both had an experience like
1: I, me doing that fake Grand Order arc the really bad one and you playing that we were just like how, this is a professional product How like, do you understand how did people pay $40
3: for this how did this make a I billion don't dollars
2: don't worry probably you didn't
3: pay 40 uh, for I it at least I didn't <laughs> it was Rhett's money
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Let me let me know if you want me to gift you zero ranger.
4: There you
3: go. All right, all right. Love, thanks everybody for you. coming out, and remember, we are the podcast that loves you. We're the only ones that love you.